Welcome back, everybody. This is the All Things Sports Podcast, episode 15. I'm your host, Julian Gorris, and my co-host, Danny Rice. What's up? Once again, we were blessed with the opportunity to speak with Antoine Dedon. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we figured we'd get him one last time before he heads back home to uh, New York. Yeah. I'm just going to let him move in. <laughs> He's not leaving us again. <laughs> he could sleep in Peter's cage and then Peter's. <laughs> that is so crazy. You give him a blanket and a pillow, he's good. Oh my god! I get the cage. I'm trying to throw the black man in the cage. First of all, bro, you got AC. Oh, oh, word, and the cold tile floor. And it's and it's not you know thirty degrees outside. So, anyways. I wanted to jump right into this how did we, football playoff. How did we just get into that? Right? That's what that's what happens. Like I said, I want to get into this college football. And um, we all saw the rankings coming out Tuesday, as we expected them to look like. Alabama went down. Uh, the Hurricanes went down, fortunately. But, you know, life happens. True. So we have a new number one in town. That being Clemson. Which... I what? like that because it's like ACC championship. We beat number one. You know, it just looks better. That's true. Oh, that is true. That's true. I think if Miami wins, you gotta you gotta have them in. No, no, no. That's that's a fact. Like it's not. Yeah, the winner of the it's ACC. Not even the conversation. Yeah, it's not even a conversation. So it's gonna be ACC champion in if they win. SEC champion uh, is gonna be in. Pac-12 championship doesn't matter, as we said <laughs> before yeah, we started yeah, recording yeah. this. And um, it's going to be a big game in Arlington at the AT&T Stadium. Oklahoma plays TCU for the second time. And I think Oklahoma comes out with the win, but it's no gimme. I think TCU still, uh, TCU still has a great defense. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you play a team twice that's defensive-minded, it's pretty tough to beat them twice. You know, it's possible you have a Heisman candidate quarterback who probably will win um you know I give Oklahoma the upper hand there but it's like I said no gimme um it's gonna be a shootout the fuck is a sooner it's not a later (laughs) (laughs) um Georgia Alabama so before before I get into the championship games I actually wanted to um Go over the rankings. Like I said, uh, we have Clemson at one. Auburn came in at two. They moved up a couple spots. They moved up from six. Uh, Georgia moved up a spot. Or excuse me, they stayed at six. Alabama dropped all the way down to five. And obviously we saw Miami drop from two to seven. Oklahoma stayed at three. So, you know, we're pretty set with, with the playoff picture. Wisconsin went out. They're at four. And Ohio State beat Michigan in a big game um, with a backup quarterback for more than half of the game. So you got to give it to them. Um, Mm -hmm. Wisconsin needs to take care of business. It's in Indianapolis. I I think they will. You know, they're going to it's going to be a huge Ohio State fan uh, fan base. I think Wisconsin's going to travel pretty well because, you know, they're new to this. They haven't been, you know, in such a big game in so long. so their fans, their fans will travel good, but I know Ohio State definitely, you know, is 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 more poised for this moment, in my opinion. 
especially with yep. a coach like Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. Um, going into Charlotte, Miami plays Clemson. It's obviously, you know, Clemson's home field advantage, quote unquote. Miami travels well and their fans are rowdy, but, you know, they're what, 100 miles away from the school. So Clemson fans are going to be there. And um, I think with this game, Miami has to come out, you know, and not forget what happened last week. I think they have to have it in the front of their minds what happened last week, how they got slapped in the face by a freshman quarterback, mm-hmm. um, true freshman, and and basically looked worn out. Miami looked like everybody was, you know, getting fallen on top of instead of pushing back. Uh, Rogier couldn't get the ball over the line of scrimmage, had a hard time, you know, with all those bat downs and – Clemson's defensive line is going to be 10 times better than that. So it's a challenge. It's going to be important to make sure that Travis Homer uh, has a good game because with no running game, you know, football is not easy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Clemson's actually doing one of the best jobs running the ball with their freshman running back. Uh, I uh, I don't want to quote that he's a freshman. I think he is, but I'm not sure. But uh, he's averaging like – Right, 7.9 yards of carry, I believe it was. So, numbers don't lie, but Miami has the most turnovers, you know, in in, in the top eight, and mm-hmm. we also have, I believe, the most sacks in the top eight. So, you know, it's going to yeah. be fun. Kelly Bryant's going to bring it. Rozier's going to bring it. I'm sure we lost Chris Herndon and Amon Richards, unfortunately. You guys lost someone in practice, right? Yeah, Amon. Yeah, Amon went down in practice and. Uh, Chris went down last week versus Pittsburgh, but Michael Irvin's going to have to step up and uh, Braxton Berrios, he's been pretty quiet for the last couple of weeks since I believe that Virginia Tech game. So it's not like we don't have the weapons. You know what I mean? We have the Mm -hmm. weapons. Mark Walton, our starting running back, went down, what, five weeks in? Ankle injury, done for the season. He's going to declare for the draft now. Congrats to him. Um, Travis Homer came in and took the job. He did what he had to do, and he's been playing outstanding. So, uh, I mean, I, I getting in depth, I can do that because you know it's it's Miami, <laughs> it's, it's my yeah, team. Yeah. But um, we're gonna overlook these. We're not gonna overlook. Excuse me. We're gonna do an overlook on the rest of the championship games, like the SEC championship, which is gonna be a great game because it is uh, in Georgia. Georgia's playing to Auburn, and that's gonna be at the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So SEC fans are going to be packed out. I don't. I mean, obviously, I think Georgia is going to have the upper hand on fans, on a you know home loud loud crowd. But Auburn's right there as well, so I expect for that one to be exciting. And then UCF plays Memphis in Orlando at the Spectrum Stadium. UCF should be a top ten team. Excuse me. UCF should be a top ten team. There's no, there's no love for a for a team that's not in like one of the major conferences because they're the only other team besides Wisconsin to go undefeated and they beat like eight of their games this year by like more than thirty points. Like they they played teams like UConn, Temple, uh, Memphis, uh, excuse me, Maryland, uh, U. Uh, Cincinnati, ECU. You know, right? I so, mean. 
they, they won't get, be their they get game of the until they start. They need to start scheduling some more like power five teams on their schedule. Like go out yeah, and but, schedule but a game. You have against. to realize you have to realize that UCF last year was. Oh, and they might have been. Oh, and 11 at this point, literally. So and now, they're, now they're 11 and oh, that they turned year. It's a great year. Scott Frost, you know, he, he, he came in, turned the program around. He's looking for another job. I'm not sure what his situation is right now, but I know he's. Um, trying to. Didn't he take find, Nebraska? Nebraska, right? I thought I thought Nebraska. I don't know if he took it yet. I I know I heard his name in the running. Maybe he did. We don't fact check, but maybe he did. Shout out to Michael Rappaport. Hell yeah, that's my dude. But um, yeah. So I mean, you got to give credit to them. Credit, you know, that's it's it's all theirs. They're eight zero in their conference, eleven and zero. They went undefeated. They're headed for a bowl game. Top fifteen team. Who would, have, who would have thought? You know what I mean? And last yeah. week, they played a shootout versus USF, which was a really good game versus a good quarterback over there at USF. Um, their quarterback is nice. Senior, senior quarterback. Yeah, their quarterback is nice, UCFs. I'd like, to, I'd like to see him get drafted. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but I'd like to see him get drafted. Right. I mean, uh, dual threat, I, I think he's kind of small, but, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just personally, I'm getting tired of all the Alabama bias because um, I know we saw with the top 25, they put Mississippi State back in the top 25. They fucking put Fresno State in the top 25, like just, like literally for the sole purpose of beefing up Alabama's resume, showing that they right, beat right. some ranked teams. It's bullshit. But it's bullshit. They, they have so, they're so biased towards them. There's no reason that they should be number five. The committee is going to look at that and, you know, they're going to realize when they played this team, how was this team playing? Um, you know, like you look at the Florida State game, and I think that they give credit to Alabama for that game, but not much more after that because, you know, that was a one versus three game to start the season, and their mm-hmm. quarterback got injured uh, in the fourth quarter with, what, five minutes left. So that's a credit, credit for that win. But other than that, who are the ranked opponents they beat? Who are the power power five teams they beat? They played a power five team in in Auburn, and we saw what happened. Their best win was LSU. Exactly. And they're at their 17th right now. And the only reason that they that Fresno State and Mississippi State are even ranked is to is to try and benefit Alabama in that right. regard. Right. Just trying to make their resume look a little bit sexier. But we all know their resume is garbage, dude. It's it's garbage. Nick Saban. He was at a press conference uh, the other day, and there was a he, – he said in a video last year at the press conference that if you don't win your conference, you shouldn't make the playoff. Alabama doesn't have a shot at the conference game. No. It's uh, Auburn, Georgia. Um, but we saw Ohio State last year make it, and they didn't win the Big Ten. But they, so they'll, so. they'll fucking – they'll find a way to throw Bama in there just because it's Bama for – yeah, Nick Saban said, "Oh, we should. We I, I believe this this team has, you know, the the they deserve the opportunity to play in the playoff, and it's just a a huge contradiction, Nick Saban style." See, when I hear that, I'm like, "Then you should have played like it. You should have played like you deserve to be in the playoff in your biggest game." Yeah. You're la- you're going up against Auburn in the in the last game. You you score 14 points. Yep. So there was that. I want to do these predictions on 
these championship games. I want to hear where you stand. Um, okay. So we'll start off with the ACC championship. And who do you take? I would love to see Miami take it. I'm not I'm not going to go for Clemson. I don't fuck with Clemson. I have no relationship to Clemson. Miami, obviously, we live down here. We know how it is. I don't really root for Miami like that, but being as we live near the school, we like we grew up in that culture, I'm going to root for them, and I hope they pull it off. I hope even with all the injuries and whatnot that they pull it off, and I'd like to see them get back into the I, I think they deserve it. I'm about <clears throat> I'm a Miami fan. I still think it's Clemson's game to lose. To lose for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, but hear me out. Isn't this the type of game that Miami loves to play and competes at the highest level? When it's, yeah. when it's the other we, team's game to lose. We saw it against Notre Dame. Yeah. We saw how they come out on that national stage and play up against a team that's ranked higher than and, them. You know, I was talking to my, my good friend, another Hurricanes fan, earlier today and and he was telling me you know you know being being real he was you know i gotta be a realist and clemson they got it this year you know what i mean not you know the game but they got it with the talent that they have and and how they play they they got it so it's true but it's not about the better team right now right now in week what 13 this is gonna be it's about no it's week 12 uh it's about who brings it you know yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. leave your game. If you leave your game in a tunnel or at home or even in the locker room, that's it. So anybody can beat team. anybody at, on any given night. You know what I mean? You wouldn't sports. expect Pittsburgh to beat Miami. No. First of all, twelve weeks into a year, people are tired. Uh, they're all human. First of all, and they're college kids. So whoever comes out, you know, I feel like Miami's going to come out feeling disrespected, and and they're gonna they're gonna give them their best shot to win and. Yes, as a fan, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, of course, I'm not gonna say that I think Clemson's gonna win. Um, is there a chance? Of course. Does Miami have to play near perfect? Yes, but that's yeah. what it's gonna take to win a national title. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah. if you can't do this, why continue? You know. So mm-hmm. there's that. Uh, moving on to the SEC game, it's gonna be Auburn, Georgia. Dun dun dun. I'm taking Auburn. I'm taking Auburn as well. They took out two number ones this year, Georgia included, and they blew Georgia out of the water. So I got to go Auburn again. See, this is where I'm on the fence now. Uh, and it's it's like, I'm like, I started jumping on the side of Auburn, but then I kind of climbed and I'm like, Georgia, Auburn, Georgia, Auburn. You know, it's, it's, it's in Atlanta, like I said, there's going to be a ton of Georgia fans. Um, and like we we talked about this with the TCU Oklahoma matchup, it, they're playing again, and I mean Georgia's not necessarily a strong defensive team, but to beat a team twice, and then to do it at this magnitude, it, it's huge. You know what I mean? And coming into the year and throughout the year, Georgia uh, played better football. I'd say you know Auburn brought it when they had to bring it, and I'm not going to discredit their wins, but I think you know Georgia has the more uh, reputable team. And like I said, it's who brings it, but I, I think Auburn, I think Auburn is fired up. They know that if they win this game, that they have a shot, you know? So mm-hmm. 
I go Auburn as well. Uh, we want to talk about the Big 12 championship. I'll go Oklahoma off that because I think what's going to be a big factor is is obviously Baker Mayfield and just can TCU's defense or excuse me, can TCU's offense keep up with Oklahoma's offense? Because at this point, you know, as good as your defense is, it's not stopping Oklahoma. It's slowing them down and giving your team enough chances to put up enough points to to outlast them. Because if Clemson, or excuse me, if Oklahoma has 28 points, uh, less than 28 points by the start of the third quarter, that's that's scary. You know what I mean? That's, that's yeah. That's good for TCU, but will that happen? You'll find out next on this episode 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Oklahoma too. I don't. I, you I don't. Actually, you actually I don't know find if, out at 12 o'clock on Saturday when we release this episode. So. <laughs> you're basically rooting against the husband. No, I, I, I you, said Oklahoma. No, I'm saying if you don't go Oklahoma. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, well, you can oh. say that. I mean, because Lamar Jackson versus TCU, you know, you still yeah. TCU. But, and he was a Heisman last year because mm-hmm. this Oklahoma team is not Baker Mayfield only. This Oklahoma team yeah. has talent. And Baker but I, don't think, I don't think TCU can put up enough points uh, going exactly. up head to head against Baker. Exactly. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson's got more rushing yards and rushing touchdowns than uh, Saquon Barkley this year. That's mm. insane. He has literally the same exact numbers as last year when he won the Heisman, and he's not even in the talks this year. I mean, his numbers, he is, but he's, better. his numbers are better than they were last year, but obviously yeah, Louisville, they are. They're not, he's not, they're not playing as well. You know, last year, oh, man, Louisville could have beat Clemson. I remember that game. There was It was literally – a fourth down play, I believe it was, and instead of instead of lowering his shoulder to like make contact with the with the with the defensive player and push for the first down, like one yard to go, the guy like went out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like Lamar Jackson looked at him like, "Bro, are you kidding me?" So that's the season. Yeah, yeah, it was like. Damn, we could have beat the number what one team, number two team I think Clemson was last year. Mm-hmm. So, um, moving on to the Big Ten championship game, I don't even gotta ask you. We know yep. it's Wisconsin for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I was talking about this earlier, I think that the Wisconsin defense is, defense is too stout. Their their defense is unbelievable this year yeah they're playing really like good. literally any any per, anybody on on their defense would get drafted in the first three rounds this year they're all phenomenal that's real. That's real. especially and and then on the offensive side you got jonathan taylor big 10 freshman year yeah he's, he's uh up in the running for running back of the year um i don't remember what player they named yeah, it, who it is. <laughs> but he, he's up for that he like that that kid's that kid's fucking for real and, um, I hope the Packers draft him in like three years. You just can't, you just can't count Ohio State out of a big game like this, you know. Right. That's yeah, where it gets drawn. It's like, all right, you can talk about Wisconsin, but remember, this is Ohio State. We've made it this far. We we lost two, you know, two bad games, but this is where we shine. And to me, they Lose have the- to Iowa by thirty should disqualify you from the playoff. 
um, but I mean, in a game like this, Ohio State, like they, the the schools like built for for game. Yeah, exactly. yeah, they're just built for it. So I'm not It's not a sure thing for either team. Uh, I feel this is what I'm gonna be fucking. I'm either gonna be really happy Saturday night, or I'm, I'm not. Le- I'm not leaving my house I'm, for, I'm for on, a few. I'm on the same tip right there. <laughs> uh, and and the, the the good thing is, it's not gonna ruin your whole Saturday because it's an eight o'clock game. So it gives me mad Saturday night. That gives me a, enough time to get off that uh, Benecito. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he just got off the surgery. They said he's gonna play. He had knee surgery and he's already gonna fucking Oh my he's gonna his leg's gonna fall off. (laughs) Like a little meniscus surgery. Yeah, I don't know. Just some little shit? Yeah, some little little surgery is nothing. (laughs) They had to put his meniscus back on. (laughs) It fell off real quick. (laughs) You're the cameraman stole my meniscus. (laughs) They had that shit on ice. <laughs> nah, they put they put a bag of frozen peas on that shit and they healed up. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Jimbo Fisher uh, has a bunch of Florida State fans very appreciative right now, <laughs> to say yeah. the least. They're 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 using their time on Instagram and Twitter to thank Jimbo Fisher for what he's done for the program, in hopes that he reads all these messages and says, you know what, I'll stay. But Texas A&M, it's pretty intriguing to him. He actually went and met with them, and FSU officials told him it's his decision, and he needs to make up his mind whether he's going to stay or whether he's going to go. He he could have told them that. If I'm if I'm him, I don't I don't think I leave Florida State. I think I think the job is. It's such a high standard, like, or right. I should say, uh, the quality of coaching at FSU. Like, it's one of those schools that you wouldn't want to mess that up, really. Right. And it's and like, it's like coaching at like that. Yeah, it's one of those big schools that I don't know. Like when I think of FSU, and it pains me to say this, I think of a an Alabama or an Ohio State or a school like that. Where they have like their right, long, right. Ten, their long tenured coaches, with the big name, where their program always and has now, success. Now with you know Miami's recent success, it's going to be the rivalry that that it once was. Yeah. Pending Florida State plays the way they even. If Miami plays Florida State next year, and Miami can't, like keeps this up, which I believe they will, and Florida State can't get over the slump. The game does not go the same way it went when we played them in what was it October? Or yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, so it's not going like that. That we have this that turnover chain. It was yeah, it was, was popping, but it wasn't it wasn't a hundred on the level that it's at yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And. It changes the game. It really changes the game. So, but back to Jimbo Fisher. I do think he's going to stay in Florida State. You know, DeAndre Francois is going to come back next year. They'll have a. He knows how to run the uh, offense. Mm-hmm. And James Blackman, I mean, he's going to be a sophomore, so he'll have him for his junior and senior year. You know, whether he chooses to stay. 
So I think this it's year, just a better year, situation. This year even is probably – it probably goes a lot differently if um, their their starting quarterback never goes down. That's, so that's, a, that's a good point too. But the only thing I have to say about that is like their defense was supposed to be stout, you know, like, like how you right. use it speaking about the, uh, Wisconsin. And well, they – FSU still has that one corner who's the top-rated corner in all of college football this year. Well, he gave up like uh, safety. Like uh, Derwin James. I think that was his name. I saw a graphic earlier about it. Um, he he was giving up like like oh, a twelve. No, no, no. You're talking about Tavares McFadden. He's from he's from Broward County, I believe. He went to American Heritage. Yeah. I went, oh, I went to Heritage with him. Damn, I haven't heard that name in a minute. Yeah, Tavares McFadden. He's good. I mean, they have talent. This is the thing. They have the talent. They're just they they're not installing it into the game and that's been their problem since francois went out they couldn't figure it out and you know they've played close games but they lost they lost tough games as well so Mm -hmm. they beat the gators though right (laughs) everybody beat the gators see that that's a coat that's a like a hiring that i wasn't expecting to to fly so under the radar with Dan Mullen leaving uh, Mississippi State right. to go back to UF, right. take the head coaching job, because um, we know he was he was the offensive coordinator at UF mm-hmm. with Urban Meyer when they won the two titles with uh, Tim Tebow. He might feel like he has and, unfinished business. Yeah, he's he wants to get that program back to his glory days because they they won two titles in this in the last decade. It's like they it, they were close and they um, I know they probably lost some of their uh, recruitments, but, right. you know, it's a Florida school. It's not like he's at Mississippi State where he's got all the kids going to – they're picking between Auburn, Georgia, Alabama. Right. Now he's got all these kids from Florida that he can recruit to his program and hopefully bring Florida back to where they were. And then we could have Miami, FSU, and Florida just all together, that three-headed monster, repping Florida football. I would and, never, never, ever wish for that a day in my life. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, it's a nice you gotta story. pick one, and it's fuck the other two. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. And it's, it's but up. when he was at when he was at Florida, he had that offense. They were averaging like twenty nine point something points per game. They were yeah. putting four hundred. You gotta game. remember, Tim Tebow was Tim Tebow. Aaron Hernandez, yeah. Percy Harvin, Chris Rainey. <laughs> he had he so, helped he developed Tim Tebow at UF, Dak Prescott at Mississippi State. Yeah. Even when he was in Utah with uh, Urban Meyer, he had Alex Smith uh, over there. Smith, you yeah, see his track record yeah. with with these yeah. quarterback position that I feel like Florida is always lacking in. They've always got receivers, running backs, the defense, obviously the O line, everything. But I feel like they they never have a quarterback except when they have Will Greer, uh, who obviously transferred because they they like benches out for smoking weed or some shit. Um, and he was actually winning games when he was the quarterback there. Yep, so yep, yep. hopefully, uh, yeah, Mullen can get and, and uh, what's this guy's name from Notre Dame transfer? Uh, oh, um, Malik Zaire. Malik Zaire, yeah. I feel like he didn't even like play this year. I, I don't know. It was a carousel. So, but a big a big thing that I didn't realize is that uh, on Johnson. Auburn's starting running back is a game-time decision. He's dealing with a shoulder run, uh, injury. And this is big because people are comparing him to be, you know, the next Le'Veon Bell. Mm. 
So if the next Le'Veon Bell is not playing in the conference championship game to go to the playoff, pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's going to be college football this week. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be madness. It's going to be um, a lot of beer drinking, a lot of fights on Twitter we see. Mm-hmm. Videos in the crowds. I'm so excited for, for college football Twitter this weekend. Yeah, so – but I'm also excited for NFL Twitter this weekend because NFL Twitter this week gotten off to a little hot start with uh, Eli Manning getting benched and it blew up. That's all these crazy veterans, talk. All these veterans are, are letting, you know, their minds off. But what the thing about that is it's not that crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's obvious the, it's the Giants are going it's back. It's obvious that the Giants are going in a different quarterback direction. You know what I'm saying? This possibly is Eli's last year, possibly not. You know what I'm saying? But he only has no more than two, another year after this. Okay, my thing is my thing is have some goddamn respect. That's really what it is. Um, you have Eli Manning, who he's second in the history of consecutive starts. And it's week 13. You guys, you're not making the playoffs. You're not going to develop Geno Smith to be a better quarterback than what we've already seen from him, especially with fourth and fifth string receivers. Odell's not playing. Brandon Marshall's not playing. Sterling Shepard missed games. You guys have no running back. Your offensive line is booty as hell. So Eli Manning is not where you need to pick at for a problem. You know what I mean? That's why I say half. Yeah, but it's more. They're making him the scapegoat. That's always been a thing. McAdoo has to go, but he does have to. I think he is going to be gone. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. But also, Eli's kind of having that Brett Favre season where he's just not good at all. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a cliff. Yeah, it's sad. It it is sad. So like I feel for him, and I understand where you're coming from with the respect, but I don't think it, it it came out of the blue. Like this is something obvious. So let me you ask know, you this: They were talking about these let things. Let me ask you this: Does it help the Giants? Um, in the or sense Bob that McAdoo's now let's say whatever he can to try to fix a problem that isn't fixable right now. Nah, but all right. Let's say we're thinking long term though, because if you're if you playing Geno, you're playing Geno with the idea that. This is where we're going forward next year. So let's say Eli. This is Eli Manning's last season. Let's just say, and next year they draft a quarterback, and we have Geno Smith starting. It would make more sense that he started now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or um, even if you draft a good quarterback and Geno's still the backup, it still has. It still makes I it. Feel like at, but but I feel like at that point, I feel like at that point you. You, I mean, it's tough because now you have already ruined the Eli situation. But say he didn't, you know, bench him. This yeah. possibly was Eli's last year. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's on a contract till next year. But if I'm he is, sure. if he is, I think you you hold him. You draft a quarterback. You let him finish the season. Eli Manning will start next year with Odell, with Sterling Shepard, with uh, Brandon Marshall until you develop your next quarterback, whoever you draft. Like, why give the job to Geno Smith? We've already seen what Geno Smith has done in New York. That's definitely. But there also might be, because um, they said that he's been looking good in practice, like really good. So there practice. also must be where Eli's not looking better than him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Geno sure. Smith for the job. 
you can't ignore it. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. And in all fairness to Geno Smith, we haven't seen him play an NFL uh, a regular wow. season game with the Giants. You know, yeah. but but it's this isn't this isn't you know Aaron Rodgers talking about you know Brett Favre coming in for Brett Favre. This is <clears throat> Geno Smith trying to fix Eli Manning's quote unquote problem. Yo, listen to this. They said um, the Giants had proposed this to Eli. They said if he wanted to keep his starting streak intact, they would have Eli start and play the first half of all the games remaining this year and then um, have Gino or Davis Webb come out in the second half. And Eli said, aren't we trying to win games? Question mark. If I start and we're leading at halftime, you're going to pull me. And he felt it would be phony, and he said he couldn't support that plan. And he also said he still wants to play, and he believes there are several potential landing spots for him next year where he could jump in and starter. Yeah, Browns. If he go, if he, if him or Kirk Cousins go to Jacksonville, go they're winning the Super Trubisky. Bowl next year. Throw it to Josh Gordon and go go teach. Um, Jacksonville might win the fucking Super Bowl this uh, year. Yeah. Oh, you, you, need a, you need a mediocre de- uh, quarterback and an amazing defense. That's swear, all you need. I swear, I swear, Jacksonville is not going to win the Super Bowl, and I swear <laughs> you don't need a mediocre quarterback to win. Yo, if Eli Manning goes to Jacksonville and they win the Super Bowl. No, I don't want to hear shit about Eli, man. Because I'm an Eli advocate. I have nothing but good things to say about Eli. That man, he beat, he beat Tom Brady twice. Yes. That's that's it. That's, that's all you got to say. He's he's Hall of Fame worthy. Just what like that. What okay, do you, first of all, what do you first of call all, it when you beat the best? What do you call that? Twice. Okay, this is what I call. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He got his rematch. You're not <laughs> listening. Um, you're not <laughs> listening. This is what you call uh, New York. Uh, we're, we're not bashing Eli at any point in this conversation. You don't need to get so defensive, all right, buddy? <laughs> you, need, you need to calm down. <laughs> He's like, yo, Eli, yo, if, if, yo, y'all can't say nothing. Yo, Eli, bro, he, you know I'm Yeah, Eli. that was yo, for all, all the haters out there. Yeah, I wasn't talking nobody's to hating right now. This is Eli morning week right now. We, we got to keep it low. We got to, you know, talk in good light of Eli Manning, it's remembrance not, of Eli Manning. Cause it's over. <laughs> no, <man. laughs> it's over. For nah, Eli. but that's funny. Eli asked them, "Aren't we still trying to win games?" Niggas yeah, looked at him dumb, <laughs> like, like <laughs> he's trying to get a draft pick, bitch. Niggas looked at Eli like, what? <laughs> yeah, what you talking about? <laughs> you can't spell elite without Eli. Eli wants to go seven and nine. He said. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get that wild card? <laughs> Yeah. He said, "He said, yeah, we definitely benching your ass, Eli." <laughs> Aren't, Aren't, we him a dweeb? Aren't we trying to win games, guys? <laughs> nah, that's funny. What kind? Of, what are you, Archie? <laughs> Archie, yeah. bro. What if Eli goes to Denver next year? Ooh. That would be interesting because they get another Manning right brother now. win a Super Bowl. Mm. Win right and Eli. Yo, that's the hottest take I've ever fucking said in the history of my living here on Earth. No, that's a good no, maybe in the history of all things sports podcasts. <laughs> you know, I got some hot ones. Um, fresh, fresh out the. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> we Smith got another quarterback. Four touchdowns. <laughs> got, and two of them are going to Evan Ingram. Oh, and two of, the, and two of them are going to uh, the, the next the quarterback you guys play. <laughs> two are right, going to the defense. Two picks. Two sixes. going to Evan Ingram. Two going to the defense. That's still four touchdowns. <laughs> four touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> playing, playing like Eli. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> nah, but um, another quarterback starting this week is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. We get to see what he's about. He Fair. went, what, four for four? 35 oh, yeah. touchdown. The Niners. The Niners. The second worst team in football. The Tenors minus one. <laughs> <laughs> the Aiders plus that, one. That was a two out of ten joke. <laughs> <laughs> That roast was like four out of ten, though. <laughs> hey. <laughs> nah, but you think he's going to ball out? Uh, it depends who they play. I didn't even see who. The Bears. Uh, no, the Bears have a good defense. I don't think he's going to ball out. I think they're going to show. Bears have defense? Yeah. Yeah. And we can go over their record. Uh, they beat the Steelers. Oh, that's Nah, but... When Ben was going through it, the Martavis and the Martavis. This was was like week two. So Ben was going through it. No, Ben started going through it a little. I mean, Ben's been through it all year, really. It's Ben. He just got out of his little slump. Uh, He still threw two interceptions. I think. I think he started the season hurt or some shit like that. Antonio Brown. I say Adrian Brown. Shout out to my homeboy. Brunner. Adrian. (laughs) P four. P four. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um yeah. but <laughs> antonio brown is is a savior you know he needs to win the mvp so i'm not gonna give big ben you know all the credit i'll give him a lot of credit but you got to give that defense credit too that defense has been putting in work and this week they play a sloppy cincinnati team who's coming off of a win versus the cleveland browns uh where joe mixon had a good game so are you really coming off of a win? <laughs> They're coming off of they got, they got an extra bye week. <laughs> They're coming off a tough week of practice. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> Yo, what was that one? Like a 7 8? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting better. So I wanted to go back to this bear schedule because, you know, you made me want to talk about it. The Bears have. Why the fuck are we talking about the Bears? One, this is my new team in Madden. Huh. Uh, Why? Mitch the Glitch? All of that reason. Oh, so, they have a loss to Tampa Bay, which was playing good at the time, week two. They have a loss to Atlanta. That's reasonable. They beat Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a loss to Green Bay when Aaron Rodgers is playing. Mm-hmm. Twenty to seventeen loss to Minnesota. Vikings good defense. The the they're one of the best that was teams the only positive thing that happened this year. Was they that have a 27-24 win? That's all that matters. 27-24 win at Baltimore. Get out of seven. They have a seventeen-three win in Chicago versus Carolina. They lost to New Orleans. 20 to 12, they held New Orleans to 20 points and Drew Brees to only 299 yards. And only they lost 99. Yeah, I mean, and when Drew Brees is that good, I feel you. Yeah, thank you. And they're <laughs> and they're eight and like eight and zero oh in the last eight games. 
Um, well, couldn't be in the last nine games. But uh, then they had in the last four or lost to Detroit. And they just got mutilated by Philly. But who is so? Yeah, the Bears this year, I think oh. they're was up for a good season. You know, they didn't, they didn't start Mitch Trubisky from week one. Had they, I think they would have been – they should have at least another win, you know, versus Tampa Bay maybe. They're a lot better than their record suggests. And, I'll and say their defense that. is strong. So. And it pains me to say that, but I'll say and it. And they play in a tough division. So they have two division losses versus Green Bay, you know. And that was – I think Green Bay, when you guys played them both times, you guys had Aaron Rodgers, correct? No, no, yep. no. You guys didn't. Did you guys have Aaron Rodgers? No, we beat him once with Hundley. Yeah, you guys beat him. Beat him Hundley like shit it on them. Yeah. No, it was 16. To he had like three. He probably oh, had like 21. Mitchell Trubisky threw 297 yards. Yeah, Mitch had a good game. So, But what? that Packers defense is suspecto. So mm-hmm. is are the Eagles the best team in football? I believe so. Um, Are they the best team to win the Super Bowl? Um, I, think, I, I don't think so yet. I don't think so yet because I think Tom Brady still is. You know, I I, I just it's with football. You can't count. You can't count them out. You know, New England's always going to be in the fucking. It's Philly's never. This Philly team hasn't been in the position to lose playoff. Game. They haven't been in a while. They haven't made it deep in the playoffs in a while. So I don't know if they're if they can go to the NFC Championship. I think they. Can. But am I going to clear favorite win it? The way they're playing right now, yes. But post football, football, and they're not going to be playing this pretty throughout the rest of the like throughout the playoff. I don't. I think. It, Gritty games. Carson Wentz is going to make some mistakes. Uh, you know, JJ and Legarrette Blunt aren't going to be eating all day. So, mm-hmm. You know, I but I do think they can make it through the NFC. They're still going to have to go through one of the best defenses in Minnesota or one of the best offenses in uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But the plus side to Philly is that coming into this year, nobody expected that their defense was going to be up to par like this. We knew their front line was was very good. They drafted a good rookie out of Tennessee, Derek Barnett. But we were thinking, you know, what's going to happen with this defensive back? Jalen Mills had an okay year last year. They drafted a rookie cornerback, and he's hurt. He's still not playing. But you got guys like Ronald Darby in the trade from Buffalo, Jordan Matthews, Malcolm Jenkins is back there. Patrick Robinson's having a good year. It's crazy right now. Philly is booming, and they're they're not under the same pressure they were in 2004. I feel like 2004 no when they went to the no Super Bowl, way. they had they were under so much pressure, and now and it was first break. Yeah, they gotta they, give they gotta they, gotta, they gotta give some hope that uh, you know going through the AFC that if Pittsburgh plays Brady, Pittsburgh's got to take care of business. Another mm-hmm. AFC team has to take care of business versus Tom Brady because he's gonna be there. And it's going to be – the thing about the Patriots is is that it's one game at a time for these. Like, they've been there, done that. So it's not, you know, Carson Wentz going to the playoffs like, all right, we, we, we got to make it to the Super Bowl. Like, you know, one win, big win. Like, no, it's, it's you know, week one of the playoffs. Tom Brady's going to do his thing. He'll probably have the bye anyway. So week two of the playoffs, coming off of a bye week at home, 
it, it just the story is 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 too similar every year. So they had asked Bill Belichick how it felt because um, they had clinched um, their 17th straight winning season, and Bill Belichick said, "Oh, we can't." Uh, we can't focus on the past. <laughs> we got focused on the present. <laughs> so that's such a Bill Belichick answer. Like that's how you know. Like you know, always know where their head is. You always know where their head is. They're always just guy. thinking forward, thinking forward. When is it rule? You know who, who has their head on them and, and is thinking forward now? Josh Gordon. My dog. Yo, my dad. My dog was serving packs. <laughs> Your dad. In class. <laughs> Hey, this, yo, my my dog was serving packs and going to class and still shitting on niggas at um, where he go Baylor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some some someone on what? Twitter said Josh Gordon has served him and he still had his helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I said no. Nah. You ain't hear about that, bro? He, he said he said it. he was making like over ten grand a month serving shit and <laughs> when he was at Baylor and not a cent of that went to tuition. <laughs> Dead serious. Honestly, though, like on the all the jokes, he spent aside, it in rehab. all the jokes aside, I hope he can, you know, keep his mind sharp. I hope he can keep it straight, like get his career back on track, because when he's playing and he's healthy, he's he's a top five receiver in this league. My we, nigga we don't have a big sample size and he's never played with a good quarterback. And he's still put he was still putting up sixteen hundred yards in 14 or 13 games or whatever the fuck it was mm-hmm. like this dude can fucking ball. I think when he come, when he goes out on Sunday, I mean, they're playing the Chargers. Casey Hayward might not even be playing. Um, so they're going to have a problem with him. You saw what he, he did on Thanksgiving. Hugh Jackson did the Dallas. Yeah. That, but that, Hugh, oh, Hugh Jackson said, line. we're starting him right away. Real quick, can uh, we so excited the to jokes play. back up? Because uh, we don't have to put him aside anymore. I'm uncomfortable. What jokes? Danny said, all jokes aside for now. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him back, man. Bring in the dance yeah. mob. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda show? What is that, bro? Yeah. No way. Dating throwback. Myself. Yeah, that was that was that was quick. You, you caught a quick one. Sneak attack, sneak attack. So, nah, but Josh Gordon needs to find himself some clean pee. And just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he's gonna pay. He's, he's gonna be like, yo, Malcolm Jenkins. Can I use your piss? <laughs> Malcolm Jenkins. Hell yeah, you know that fucking lame ass. Just ask somebody on the practice squad. <laughs> nah. Anyways, <laughs> Danny, I know you wanted to talk about how the NFL is going to contribute near a hundred million dollars for causes, quote unquote, look considered important to African American communities. I did want to talk about it, but I have nothing positive to say about it. <clears throat> okay, wait, wait, wait. About the fact that the NFL is doing it. Yep. Because they're not committing any new money. All the money that they're committing, they're taking away from their um, their veteran charities, their cancer awareness. They're shifting the money to these social causes while taking it away from these other things. They're not pledging any new money. Um, the Players Coalition, they I guess they agreed to like a seven-year, 80-something million dollar whatever um where real quick, each real quick, owner to get you straight to get you you know 
to for people to understand what you're saying, you're not coming from, oh, I don't want them to be taking this money from this to use it for this. It's the fact that the NFL is not using new money that they have for these reasons instead of like, why have to take it from here to put right. it here? It's right. not about, oh, you know, don't take from here. No, it's it's you have the money to use. So use it here. Right. But continue. Right. Just like you, you're not committing any new money. You're taking none of the owners it. came out of pocket. No, exactly. It's right. money that they've already invested. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, so basically, when you do the math, it's about um, $250,000 from each owner every year for seven years. And wow. all, all these dudes are billionaires. What is that? Half of their half of their half of their salary? And that's the kicker's salary. They're, like, yeah, they're, like, they're all billionaires. All fucking – how many NFL teams are there? 30? 32. 32. All 32 owners, 250000 When you see a player like Colin Kaepernick pledged $1 million of his own dollars out of his own pocket and these motherfuckers are only offering a quarter of that every year, just like – it. first of all, it's, it's obviously for PR – and they're trying to – this is like their moment to silence the whole protest narrative shit that, that's been uh, all over the media. And Malcolm Jenkins and Anquan Bolden were the two guys behind it. And we saw Eric Reed, who was furious about it. Everyone's saying Malcolm Jenkins sold out. Um, we, we know the whole shit that went down with Papa John's not too long ago. And it turns out Malcolm Jenkins actually bought his own Papa John's franchise back in July and we think he just sold out. They, oh, they said, oh, we're gonna give you guys some money now. Shut up, like just stop doing all this shit and just stick to sports like that. That's how I see it. He grabbed his tap he fucking sold shoes, out. Yeah. Started. And they call him Malcolm Jenkins and Uncle Tom now. That's crazy. It's just wild, bro. Anything for the money, really. He said he's done protesting. He's done putting the fist yeah, up. He's literally. there's no point anymore because we got some money. Like, no, nah, I, I don't fuck with that. <laughs> we found it. I don't fuck with that. He fucking sold out. He sold out. Guys, guys, stop digging. Come here. Yeah. Come check this out. Oh, my God. Yeah, he fucking sold out. I'm not happy about it. Yeah, a lot of people aren't. That boy saw the rain in holes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, that's uh, whatever. I don't have much to say about that. I, I I just found out from you just now that the NFL is taking money from other causes to put towards this. I just had an open perspective on it, thinking, you know, they're going to dish out this certain right. amount of money. So I'm glad that you actually clarified that for me. Um, right. it's, it's crazy, man. I know Eric Reed and who was the other the other uh, player that said he was going to withdraw. Michael Thomas for the Dolphins, the safety mm-hmm. Michael Thomas. He also, they like had the same quote, three paragraphs, and then all they changed was their name. <laughs> they <were> like, sign <laughs> Michael the same, Thomas. The same shit. Sign Eric Reed. He's like, yeah, I'm signing this shit too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that whole situation whack. They let the white man buy him out. Yep. Just easy. Just like that. Snap of a finger. Here's some money. Shut up. Oh, that reminds me of, I put Danny onto Black Mirror the other night. And, yeah, we wa- we watched the one with the dude from Get Out. Or is he yeah. in all is he in all the episodes? Nah, he's not in all oh, yeah, we watched the one with the dude from Get Out with like the singing competition. 
And like real life has like advertisements with the lesbian porn and shit. And they got um the dudes uh, in the rain jackets walking around. Yeah, don't around. ruin too much. But basically, there's there's some shit it similar like to gibberish to a non-watcher. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was high as hell. We were watching that shit. I, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but go ahead, Ant. <laughs> no, the white man tells you jump and you jump. That's basically what that episode was getting. Yeah. So shout out to Eric Green. Shout out to Michael Thomas, our own uh, Miami Dolphin down here. They're uh, sticking with the message. We already know Michael Jenkins and Anquan Bolden are the reasons why Colin Kaepernick's not even in the Players Coalition with the NFLPA. Yeah. We know that he, they, them two are the reason why Colin's not in it, and this whole movement is his. He started this shit, him and Eric Reed. So shout out to them for for sticking to it. It's just wild. Um, and fuck Papa John. Football going football, ain't it? NFL going NFL. <laughs> hmm But at least they can so, sing and dance and celebrate in the end zone again. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Here, we'll give Dice you this game. shit. Dice games <laughs> in the in, on the in the end zone. Uh, owners owners meeting this past summer was like, yo, we about to have mad shit going on in the NFL. We better let them boys dance. We got it. I still can't believe they stopped it in the first place. Like, how are you gonna let these kids? That's what I'm saying. And like. Like not celebrate when they score in a sport, having fun with like all their friends and these dudes they consider family in the same locker room. You're not gonna let them celebrate with each other when they score. Yeah. Fuck that. That's a whole nother conversation. But yeah, fuck not gonna sell out. Anyways, we're gonna move on to the one reason why uh, week thirteen style. Mm. Week week after Thanksgiving style. Okay. It feels oh, so crazy. We should get it. Last week. Oh wait, one reason why for the NFL pick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go. Well, at this point, we already know Dallas uh, finally, finally took advantage of the fact that they were at home, primetime game, division opponent, um, opponent coming off of a short week because they played last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Well, they both played last Thursday, so I stand corrected. But so um, you know, they had a normal. Uh, Dak came out. <laughs> Dak came out, um, threw for fifty percent, hundred yards only, but he threw two touchdowns. And Alfred Morris showed up, ran for hundred twenty-seven yards with a touchdown. They mm-hmm. gave him the ball twenty-seven times. So you got to give credit there. Um, Kirk Cousins went twenty-six to thirty-seven, two hundred fifty yards and two touchdowns. Not a bad game, but you got things like um, punt return touchdowns that helped the Cowboys. Yeah. That dude took it back 83 yards or some shit. And they scored 21 uh, fourth quarter points. Not going to yeah, win the crazy. Team, letting them score like that. Dez was up there fucking going up and getting it. Yeah. I saw that on, on his touchdown catch. Oh, yeah, he got up there. Yeah. By we haven't, way, he, he we haven't seen him leads, in a while. He now leads the Cowboys um, franchise. Oh, and touchdown receptions. Touchdown receptions, yeah. All that. I saw that. I mean, you talk all that shit about how good you are. You should, nigga. Yeah. When, he hasn't had a touchdown since when? He probably had one last week. I'm last year? Know. Shit. It, but yeah, he, he, I mean, he's not as good as he claims he is. But he's good. Good. He just better. They don't have the If Des was on uh, in Indianapolis, or with an, or 
you know, a Green Bay, he'd be eating. Like, I don't you know, know about Stafford, that. If he played with Matthew Stafford, he'd be eating. That drops passes, man. He yes, drops. He does. Yes. 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 Yeah, he does. A lot of them. So he I'm touchdowns. And he gets he, yak. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Yak like Hennessy. Yeah. Mm. But he's he's great. You know what I'm saying? It's just you keep your mouth closed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's a he's a cowboy. He's that, you know, it's, it's quiet yeah, as fuck. He's a cowboy. <laughs> oh, you trying to <laughs> <silently> <laughs> chew? He's trying to sneak a Dorito. <laughs> you sucking on them shits. You're not even <laughs> chewing on the chips. Yo. Quiet like a church mouse. <laughs> That's funny. Y'all getting on me? <laughs> oh, no, he you muted it is. He muted his shit so he could eat a Dorito. You know what it is. Cool Ranch style. Watch this. Oh, he's doing it again. (laughs) He's munching munching on that shit. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) Let's get on this fucking run one reason why. Yeah, Minnesota at Atlanta. What's up? I'm taking our, uh, what's up? Our NFC North arch rival. Minnesota Vikings. The defense. Case Keenum won NFC Offensive Player of the Month. Mm. Deservingly so. Yeah, that's crazy. I think Minnesota's rolling, bro, and they're not going to put Bridgewater. I think if it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just keep Case Keenum no. in, bro. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Do let it. let don't Teddy do be his backup for now. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't disrespect Case Keenum like this. He's playing a career nah. season. He's playing, bro. They're nine and two. They have what the second best record in the league right now, tied with New England and and Pittsburgh. Tied with New England and Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. Come on, and they're the only NFC team, right? No, no, the Eagles are the Eagles are the better NFC team because they're what ten and one or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. They have the best. The Eagles have the best record, but but regardless, Minnesota right there, best, second best record in the NFC, second best record in the league. Their defense is playing astounding. Yeah, they Xavier have the, Rhodes, best the top five quarterback. Uh, Freeman coming off a concussion. Um, Julio Jones coming off of a monster game. Monster so fucking game. Great game. <laughs> The, don't get it twisted. The Falcons are rolling right now. Oh yeah, they're at home. They're at home as well. But ah oh, man, this is actually going to be tough. But I think Minnesota comes out with the victory because their defense is playing way stronger, and and I don't think that they let um, Atlanta the run offense the ball is the on way five last week. Atlanta ran the ball last week. Tevin Coleman had a, a game of his life, so I don't think that happens again. Yeah. He's been holding his own. He was holding his own while Devontae was out. And but who's next? Coleman has more touchdowns than Julio on the season, so wow. that's why. Yeah. Um, Patriots-Bills. Oh, I, I think the Vikings win, too, because of that defense. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Patriots-Bills. We could all chalk that up. That's Patriots. That's, that's yeah. Why? <laughs> what do you mean why? I shouldn't have to elaborate. Pats bills. <laughs> All right, this is the the game. Ooh, game of the, of the week. Uh, the, yeah, Niners Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Garoppolo, you, like you said earlier, getting his first start mm-hmm. um, versus Matrix Trubisky. One reason mm-hmm. why? Why do you guys think who wins? I think Trubisky wins because who the fuck is Garoppolo? Okay, who do you think wins, Danny? I'll I'll take the Bears. I'll take the Bears. I'll take another um, NFC North arch nemesis. Um, I think the team's a lot better than their record suggests. 49ers, yeah. And I think against— Both teams are better than their record suggests. 
Nah, 49ers need a lot more help than a quarterback. Oh, well, they have, yes. They've had so many players go down with injury. Yeah, it's, so it's crazy. Their defense, their defense to start this year was, was really solid. Mm. Yeah. Player-wise. I'm, ta- I'm still taking wise. the Bears, though. But I but think I'm going to go – Yeah. I'm going to go Chicago. Um, I was preaching about them earlier. I do think they're a way better team than 3-8 and eight says, and they're going to show that even with a new quarterback in town, they're not going to let that slide. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bucks-Packers. I think – Jabu wins his back. Oh, yeah. Brett Hundley, Brett Hundley played – his career game last week versus Pittsburgh on the road. Yeah, now he's going up against a softer defense in Tampa. But can he stay? Can he stay consistent? Can he build off that? But is James? We don't know if Jameis Winston is going to come into this game. You know, hot. You know, he's been he missed the last month almost. So and Tampa Bay sitting at four and seven. So without defensive help, is Jameis Winston going to be able to, you know, be productive? And I think. It's going to come down to they both have poor defenses and they both have. Well, Jameis Winston is not playing great this year, but he's a way better quarterback than Hundley. Um, yeah. But I think that Green Bay has more. Oh, man, I don't know. I, yeah, gonna- they have more weapons. They do have more weapons. They're more versatile. You know, Mike Evans and, and Deshaun Jackson, hands down. Good. Well, Mike Evans is great. Deshaun Jackson still playing good, but. You know, you got a team like Randall Cobb, Aaron Jones, Devontae uh, Adams, Jordy Nelson. Options. Oh, Aaron Jones is still out. Ty Montgomery's out, so they're um, they're giving the start to Jamal Williams again. Jamal Williams. We, we I'm saw sorry. the game he had against. I said Aaron Jones. I meant Jamal Williams. Oh yep. yeah. Uh, we saw the. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be another one of those shootouts. I think so. It's two. It's two good offenses. Twenty-eight to twenty-seven type. I can see it. I can see it. I'm going Last Green Bay, obviously, because we need to win if we want uh, if we want any chance of making it. I also think Green NFC Bay wins it because they have the better offensive weapons. Yeah, Devontae Adams and the, and the better bad defense. Yeah, true. true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they picked off Roethlisberger twice. Yeah. We have the better worse defense. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to call them. Throw your, negative, throw your negative adjective in. Fuck that shit. I'm taking them no matter who they're fucking playing. I don't give a shit. Hey, you know that. So you know not to listen to Danny's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> biased. <laughs> I'm biased. Texas Titans. You got to go Tennessee. Tennessee's uh, home. Yeah, Tennessee's home. They're 7-4. and four. And... Mariota's not even playing like his usual. Yeah, he's, he's not, not playing, playing his usual game. He's not playing too good. And they slipped away last week. They played the the first half monsters in the Indianapolis Colts, and <laughs> you obviously first know what half. happens. They got you know that what happens in the second half in the fourth quarter. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they let the game just slip slip right away every week. And that's why they're sitting at three and eight, looking for a number three draft pick or something like that. Um, yeah, I think that Indianapolis is going <laughs> to... What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I, started going into, I started going into Indianapolis so deep that I thought we were talking about the Jacksonville game. I think that Tennessee 
is going to have a hard time coming out as strong as they did in the second half versus a team like Houston. But I think they'll be able to prevail because Tom Savage is playing quarterback still. True. My bad on that though. That was definitely a brain fart. And that's I was, all good. We don't we don't fact check. For all I know, they could be the Indianapolis Titans. I, <laughs> I'm st- I, no, I'm staring at the Indianapolis Jacksonville matchup right here. I'm literally staring at it. And, and we since I mentioned them, we don't fact check. <laughs> oh shit! Titans definitely got that game because they have a better record. That's what I say. That's a horrible, horrible, horrible just shit. Game. You guys didn't even give a reason for the Patriots, so is it really? You don't have to. (laughs) You don't have to. Patriots have the better record, right? Yeah, yeah, there you go. I said it's Brady. They're going to win because Rex Burkhead. (laughs) Rex Burkhead? Yeah. (laughs) A New England Patriot white running back. That's a dub every week. Oh, man. All right. Broncos, Dolphins. Oh, jeez. Dolphins. (laughs) That's gonna be the shittiest, more shittiest game of the week. Shit on um, Jay Cutler starting this week. Jay Cutler starting. Yeah, this Cutler's week? back. Damn, they lost. That's why I think, no, the, uh, I think they're gonna win. Nah, they're at Broncos home. Win. They're at home. Broncos quarterback. They gotta play Trevor Simeon. Uh, Paxton Lynch went down last week with an ankle injury. Miami. Trevor, the ball. Huh. Uh. Trevor Simeon is a baller, and then Danny said Miami's a, dol- a dumpster fire. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's Come on, true, true, true state. We, we get, they get no respect. But no, the Bron- Broncos this year, they're just as bad. They just lost to a struggling yeah. Oakland Raiders team last week. Worse. But it's quarterback play. It, it all comes down to quarterback play in this NFL. Yeah. You can't have a, a below-average quarterback and expect to win week in and week out. This is why we were talking about Jacksonville winning the Super Bowl, that that crazy line you said. Because Eli's going to reunite with Tom Coughlin. No, I'm talking about Blake Bortles not taking the Giant, uh, the Jaguars to the Super Bowl. Um, notice Let's the teams that, that are playing. Take the Jaguars to the Super Bowl. The best teams in the NFL are the Patriots, Tom Brady. The Eagles, Carson Wentz. Come on Steelers, now. Steelers, Big Ben. The Vikings. So Carson Wentz is one of these quarterbacks now? What? What? What is one of these quarterbacks, first of all? Because that's what you're trying to say. Answer, that but what is one of these quarterbacks? Uh, Tom Brady or Ben Roethlisberger. Yes, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And he's better than Ben Roethlisberger right now. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Who okay? I can't, name, so I can't name three. I can't name three quarterbacks playing better than Wentz right now. Um, Wentz is in the MVP discussion, and he's either number one or number two, and number two or number one is Brady. Then it goes to like Antonio Brown after that. You see, this you know guy. how you know because numbers never see, lie. I want to see his numbers. Hold on. He's thrown, what, 29 and 5, I think? 29 touchdowns and 5 or 28 and 5 interceptions. Brady's thrown, like, like 28 and 2. Bro, I got to do check the fantasy app. Come on, bro. <laughs> See that shit instantly. Check the Man, ESPN I, fantasy app. I can check app. my brain. Boy. Embedded in my head. Ooh. But anyways. Now, once is trash, bro. <laughs> 
I'm looking at these shits right now, bro. Like that's in wins and in losses. Yeah, he's. Oh, it's all right. You guys could think what you want. Yeah, you it's, as well. Huh? I said you as well. <laughs> I say we move on to the next two teams because you're obviously not understanding. Wentz is trash, bro. But I'll, whatever. Y'all see next year. It's a fluke. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when... um. Don't say Nick Foles. Like nah, when, uh, when Nick Foles... RG3. Oh, RG3 no. came out. No. No. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. No. Carson We've 3. Progression. We've seen progression from last year in a big way. Wentz, G3. So you would have seen that from RG. No, you wouldn't. You no, didn't. Okay. That's one part of being a good player. Step one, stay healthy. Oh, okay. I see you. I thought we were talking about the fucking Dolphins. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> see how this we got draft. We got to draft Lamar Jackson. The Dolphins got to. You said we? Wow, suspect, suspect. Damn, oh. I did say we. Danny's trying to tell us something. Oh, yeah. Would you like to explain to the to the All Things Sports podcast listeners uh, your big announcement for week 15 of the All Things Sports podcast? You are now a Dolphins fan. Yeah, so who's your NFL team? Because we've nah. heard you quote a couple of them. I'm, ba- I'm banning myself from the podcast. <laughs> a couple of weeks. I can't believe that came out of my fucking mouth. Yeah, I got to just talk okay. to Ann every week. I got to go brush my teeth with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the All Things Sports Podcast with Julian and Ann. <laughs> I'm about to take my spot. Yeah. I'm about to live on the street. It's the opposite of what they did to Bomani. Yeah. <laughs> We're adding a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire. Yo, Bumani <laughs> needs to hear that. Right? <laughs> Dan Lovatar's gonna be like, ooh. <laughs> Man, I miss him on Highly Questionable. Yeah, shout out to Hey, but shout out to Bumani, though, because he's about to have his own show with Pablo Torre in January. Yeah. So that's yeah, just gonna be. I did see that. <clears throat> so Chiefs ooh. Jets. Chiefs Jets. I'm taking the Jets. Chiefs. No, Chiefs are trash. Yeah, they start 5 and they're one in they're one in five since then. Yeah, I think God. they lost five out of the last six. I don't think that they're gonna be able to um, lose to the Jets this week. Yeah, I don't care. Alex Smith is still he plays. It's just their I don't defense. Think the Jets have a good run defense. Exactly. Kareem Hunt can't yeah. buy a rushing yard anymore. Yeah, well he's gonna the boys he's booty steal him. He's the boys steal booty peaks. <laughs> I'm taking the Jets. And they still got uh, – Alex Smith still has the third best tight end in the league, Travis Kelsey. Tight end for the Jets is pretty good, too. He dropped cash in the end zone uh, last week, but – Yeah, that's my, that's my dude. He's playing good football. So, I'm going to go Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Y'all bugging. Okay, your game. Colts. Oh, Colts Jags. I want to hear So, So, listen to this. The top – Two of the best cornerbacks in the league are A.J. Bouye and Jalen Ramsey, if not number one and number two. You can put them up there with Rhodes. You can put them up there with um, Marcus Norris Jenkins. Demarius Randall. Now I'm fucking <laughs> sitting at a comfortable seven and 12. <laughs> but, you know, Jacoby Brissett has been sacked the most in the NFL. The Jaguars played us at home. And we got sacked 10 times that week. 
It's going to happen again. Jeez. Yeah, that defense is – they're not playing around. So, yeah, I'm going to – I'm, I'm, you know me, Colts fan, but Jacksonville wins this game there at home. This is their game. And yeah. uh, this is going to put them comfortably in a good spot to win the division because Houston – if Houston gets upset, that's going to give them a big lead to win. So, moving along. Houston, that's an upset for them? Houston, Tennessee? If yeah. Watson win, yeah. Oh, if they Watson was playing. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so Jack- Jacksonville definitely wins that one. Yeah. Uh, Lions, Ravens. That's going to be a good game. That is going to be a good game. game. You're 6-5 right now yeah. trying to make a little playoff push. <laughs> so, so my thing is, last week Detroit struggled in the first half versus a good defensive uh, team in Minnesota. And mm-hmm. they were at home. This week they're going to play on the road against a very good defensive team in Baltimore who, like you said, is fighting for a playoff spot. The fans are going to be there. Um, and I just think Alex Collins is playing really good right now. Uh, Joe Flacco is is, is – I, well, I don't want to say he's playing good, but he's finding a little rhythm. And, you know, the Ravens are fighting for their playoff lives. So I think they're yeah. going to come out and and show them what they're about. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Stafford has a big game and just shuts all that shit down. I think they're off. I think the Lions offense is really good. Well, the passing offense yeah. is really good. They, yeah. they, they have no run game. But they have a good offensive line, passing offensive line. Yeah. Shout out to TJ Lang. We miss him in Green Bay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll probably I'm I'm gonna go Lions because I think their offense is pretty solid. I'll give that to him. I'll give that to him, especially with the way Marvin Jones is. Uh, yeah, he's having like a coming out party this year. Man broke out this year, and plus Golden Tate's just doing his usual shit. Yeah. So I think I think Matty Ice is uh well, actually no that's Matt Ryan. Who's well, Matty Ice? Yeah. They're both yeah, white. Matt. Ryan. Matt. So I call him Matty Ice too. He went to Georgia. They probably called him Matty Ice in Georgia. <laughs> I call I called my white homeboy whose name was Matt Matty Ice in like tenth grade. So it's a natural. That's, that's, yeah. Just if you're white and your name's Matt, you're Matty Ice. Matty yeah. If you're white, it's, it's Ice. Well, yeah. I don't know any black dudes named Matt. So <laughs> Matthew. That's an exclusively uh, white name. I know a Brazilian named Matt. Uh, shout out <laughs> oh you know him too <laughs> oh charges are on a bye week they play the browns yeah it's not a bye week when josh gordon's active bro oh yeah like josh i said they play they got a tough tough week at practice this week tough deshaun week kaiser's about to throw the ball 35 times josh and gordon get picked play. off and get picked off hey, seven yeah. I'm taking the Browns to upset the Chargers. Come on, Danny. I'm going to let you try that one more time. I'm taking the Cleveland. Browns. Yes. Josh Gordon is going to do some Madden shit and just, like, just stick his hand up and catch <laughs> everything. He's about to be it triangle, 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 triangle mashing triangle, triangle aggressive all day. Yeah. <laughs> the man's, like, seven foot three, and then they're going to run the draw. Y'all ain't catch that. Y'all good, though. Big work touchdown. Dude, Johnson's about that 400 rushing yards. Yeah. He's about to drop his nuts on Joey Boza's forehead. Oh, man. Shout out Joey. Yeah, shout out Joey. I take <laughs> that. Shout out Duke Johnson. What you mean? Y'all already gave Joey a shout out. But listen, 
they they were um, the only team the Browns beat last year were the Chargers. I think they do it again. Be and uh, obviously it's Josh Gordon's return. He hasn't played in three years, and he's going to pick up right where he left off. Yeah, he played with Johnny Manziel last. Put it like that. They got to bring him back. Who's Daddy? next? Mm-hmm. Who's next? Oh, Panthers Saints. Ooh. Yeah, I I was looking at this game earlier too, and I They're think three. Yeah, I think the Saints are gonna win. They're at home, so I think that's gonna be a big factor. And Alvin Kamara is 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 really unstoppable right now. Do you at if he keeps this up, do you give him rookie Offensive of the year? Rookie of the year? Yes. Yeah. You have to. He scored a touchdown in each of the last five. I games. think you have to also. He scored a touchdown in each of the last five games, and I mean, who who else? Offensive rookie of the year. I mean, you've got Kareem Hunt who fell off. Yeah. Jared Leonard Leonard Fournette who fell off. But that's AFC. He's not a rookie. Oh <laughs> no, I thought I thought it was um just no, one off. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I saw. Oh, well. Wow. Oh. But yeah, Kareem Hunt. I think, yeah. He would have deserved it had he kept, you know, kept it going. But unfortunately, he hasn't been able to find a hole between the left tackle and the left guard. Yeah, that's just Andy Reid being Andy Reid. <laughs> How the Chiefs always start off so hot and then they just fuck everything up? Um, <laughs> duh, they're called Chiefs for a reason. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know what that means. I'll take the Saints. I think with the way the offense is rolling and they lost to the Last week, I think they bounced back. Um, oh no, that's a tough call. I think Carolina takes it. Oh, yeah, in a shootout. My yeah. thing is, my thing is, it is going to be Carolina. Awesome. Carolina kind of struggled last week versus New York. Mm-hmm. The Jets. So, if they're struggling to score touchdowns in Drew Brees' house, you let Drew Brees score. You know, throw three touchdowns and. Let Kamara do the rest. It's pretty scary. Nah, a good week of practice will take all that away. I would just like to see Greg Olson stay on the field. I know he, he had to leave the game with that same foot, but they said he's good to go again, so I'd like to see him stay on go. the field. The Panthers are obviously a lot better when he's when he's out there. Yeah, he's one of their best. He's probably their best offensive threat other than Cam Newton. Yeah. Product of the U. Mm. Rams Cardinals. Good game. Rams, I'm going Rams. Rams going to thrash. Yeah, yeah. Gabbert, Blaine Gabbert, he can't. Uh, TG he's not going to be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that the the Rams. This Rams team is way too talented on the offensive side and the defensive side. I don't see a, any way that they lose this game. Yeah. Sean McVay is doing an exceptional job. Hell yeah. Los Angeles calling plays for Jared Goff, letting him go, as I've said before. Um, and we saw it last week with New Orleans struggling, literally struggling to stop mm-hmm. Jared Goff. He was throwing for yeah. over 350 yards, I believe. Uh, Sammy Watkins had a big game. Um, Todd Gurley had a nice game. So I think the firepower on the offensive side of the ball, and like you said, on defense, they're playing pretty good too. So Yeah. And you know, they Robert Woods went down, but then Cooper Cup fucking filled his spot, and now he's actually he's playing like he was playing at uh, where do you go to school? South Carolina, I think. Um, 
You could be right. Uh, we don't fact check. We don't fact check. Um, but he's fucking stepping up. Goff's getting him the ball. They still got Sammy, obviously. He had a big game with Woods' absence. So, shit. They're just rolling. This team, I think I think uh, Sean McVay could win coach of the year this year. Definitely. Either him or give it to fucking Mike Zimmer. I think them two are up there. Mm. Doug Peterson? Doug Peterson? Yeah. Even Doug Peterson. Shit. Come on. All three of them in the uh, in the NFC. That'd be pretty no, cool. No NFC East accomplishments if it's not the Giants. <laughs> that's what's running through his head right now. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of a unanimous one. Yeah, We're Rams. all taking the Rams. Eagles, Seahawks. Only here y'all. Sunday oh, night. Okay. Sunday yeah. night. Sunday Eagle. night in Seattle. No Cam Chancellor. No Richard Sherman. Carson Wentz. Jay Ajayi. LeGarrette Blunt. Torrey Smith. Alshon Jeffrey. Nelson Aguilar. Zach Ertz. First Michael Bennett, Zach Ertz. So, <laughs> my balls. With that Zach being Ertz. said, with that being said, I'm gonna go Philly. Um, they're not slowing down. They're not. They're not gonna be stopped. They could be slowed down this week. You know, Seattle on the road is always a tough task. Whether you're nine and one, whether you're one and ten, whether you're six and six, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Whether Seattle's nine and one, whether Seattle's six and ten, whether Seattle's one and six, it's always going to be a tough task. So, I think this proves Philly's playoff worth in a playoff environment type game, knowing that this is a big game for Seattle to win, um, and just a game that the Eagles need to like kind of prove that they can beat a tough NFC team on the road if need be. You said so it. That. I feel the same way about that playoff preview, mm-hmm. and that's exactly why I feel like Wentz is going to get toasted. I was about <laughs> to say, about to get exposed. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. I was about to say I think the Seahawks take this one because he's going up against Russell Wilson, who's been in this situation dozens of times. Yeah. And I, well, I think Wilson has had one of the best defenses in the league time after time to have his back. Russell Wilson reminds me of a Malik Rozier. Rozier gets the job done and he'll make phenomenal plays. Obviously, I'm not comparing talent-wise. Russell Wilson is much better than Malik Rozier is and will probably ever be. But the fact of the matter is that Russell Wilson can play a sloppy game, can play a decent game, and get out of trouble because he makes plays when he has to. He does crazy things. He's still, you know, he's still a good, a great player. But his defense has his back, and his defense goes out there, gets him the ball back, extra possessions, and they just don't have their two main captains going against the best team in the NFL at this point. Like, the Seahawks still keep him under 25. I just have a hunch, like the Seahawks being on on the national uh, stage, yeah. and I feel like I feel like the guys who are backing up those dudes that are out feel like they have to like prove themselves, you know. So I have a, I have like a hunch that they're they're going to try to step up. Though. You can try yeah. to prove yeah. yourself, but no, it's Carson Wentz. We're not talking about you know Jacoby Brissett going in on Sunday night. We're not talking about you know Jimmy Garoppolo playing his first about game. Tom Brady. I'm talking about Carson Wentz. The same way a freaking pretty Flacco will come into Seahawks and on, you'll be like, oh, what do you mean, come on, man? Joe Flacco, Flacco used to be just no. like Carson Wentz. What are you saying? No, he used to he be that not. good. No, he did not. You got to yeah, remember that one. Joe Flacco has always had, he always wins when he has a good team. Carson yeah, Wentz didn't have a great defense last, last year and he, and, he, and he played 
great football. But I, I see what you're saying as a, as, as, a, as a good quarterback that Flacco has been in the past, but he, he, I think that what Carson Wentz is showing, if he consistently plays like this throughout the next couple of years and finishes the season on what he's doing right now, much better than Joe Flacco. Yeah, definitely. But as of right he's now... He's playing Andrew Luck-type football. 2012 Andrew, Andrew Luck, 2013 Andrew Luck. He's hurt. He has no offensive line. The Eagles have a good offensive line. They have a good defense. They have a good football team. The, the Colts are, are, are all 53 men on top of Andrew Luck. It's Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, Frank Gore, and literally everybody else is on top of each other's back riding this thing to the playoffs, riding to the AFC Championship game until it deflated, literally deflate gate, and, and it popped. And, and it re- you, the Colts realized that we built this team the wrong way. They drafted, you know, a first-round speed receiver out of Miami and Philip Dorsett. They didn't draft any offensive linemen in, with their first draft picks. They don't have uh, great pass rushers, and they realized that Andrew Luck was actually the one literally carrying the team, making phenomenal plays week in, week out to drag this team to the playoffs and, and drag them through the playoffs and beat a good Denver team in his second year in the league, beat a good uh, uh, Kansas City team, you know, his rookie year in the league, and it, it popped. So with the Eagles, they're realizing that, look what they did this year. They drafted a pass rusher. They need Carson Wentz needs help around him. And any quarterback does if you're going to stay great. You can play good all you want. You can play great all you want. But if your team's not good, you're not going to win in the playoffs. Because at the end of the day, you can take your team to the playoffs, but your team needs to to, to be with each other in the playoffs to win the game. Okay. So Carson Wentz isn't that good. He's relying on his team. No, bro. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all he took, that's all he took from that. Yo, Steelers and Bengals. What's up? Steelers. Let me get the Steelers. Steelers. The bang. Yeah. The Bengals and shambles. The Ben Ben drops three hundred yards. Yeah. To AB's gonna have another game like he did against Tennessee, probably. Mm. You know, you know, it's Adam Pacman Jones. Don't get huh? I said, I said, you know, it's Adam Pacman Jones, but uh, Antonio Brown's gonna be running away from him like Pacman. <laughs> With the ghosts. <laughs> I think he's gonna be inactive this week. So, but he was inactive last week, and look how good that they correlated. Martavis Bryant got the ball a few times. Le'Veon Bell, he played. Um, you know, so they're they're gonna be fine with or without Juju at the moment. Well, he's back. Juju's back. He's cleared. He's ready to go. He's playing. Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah, right. possibly. Cool. cool. I have him in all my fantasy leagues, so I, I stay on top of that. <laughs> Got to know if I can work him in my lineup. But I'm actually benching him for Josh Gordon this week. Oh, that's dumb. I don't give a shit. Oh, yeah, we said they were going to win. Yeah, I don't give a shit. If Josh Gordon's <laughs> active, I'm starting him. And I'm not playing him over Devontae Adams. So, sorry, Juju. I love you. You're still on my bench, but... It's just in that one league. I got him starting in all my other ones. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be a fun Sunday um, and Monday night with that game. Um, NBA. After training. that. Yeah. After yeah, that. We can talk some hardwood. No, that's what I was going to say. And after that on Monday, we're going to be like, damn, can we get some Tuesday ESPN basketball? Yeah. Right? I know. 
Um, so what's the biggest thing that happened in basketball the last two weeks? Would, uh, would you ben say it's Simmons uh, dropping career high numbers? No, he dropped them on on free throws. Come on, give me a break. Oh, okay. Nah, I'm not really. Because yes, he did. Don't yeah, say not really. Yes, he 15, did. Fifteen free throws, but he should have had. If that's the case, he should have had because he only shot like fifty percent from the free throw line. He was fifteen of twenty nine from the free throw line. Yeah, and he finished with thirty one points and eighteen boards. So realistically, if he was a good free throw shooter, he probably would have had like. He probably would have made 12 more. Do maybe. Math, do math, do math. <laughs> he probably would have had like 41 and 18 if he made like at least 10 more. Shoot 25 or 29. Yeah, but You're that's why they were hacking him. That's why they sent him to the line as much as they did because he's not a great free throw shooter and he wasn't going to make all of those. So it wasn't effective because the Wizards still, they got that ass whooped, but. Okay, so what's wrong with okay? Okay, wait, hold on. Blake, this headline says Blake Griffin's injury raises age-old question: Are the Clippers cursed? <laughs> Get the <laughs> fuck out of here! <laughs> They're not cursed. They're just trash. Date a Kardashian? They're just trash. <laughs> Who on that team is dating the Kardashian? They always have been, and they always will be. Nobody. And- and they're trying to blow it up. They're trying to trade I mean, DeAndre Jordan. Phoenix is just ugly. They said Phoenix is interested. Milwaukee's interested. Dallas is interested. And Cleveland's interested in trading for DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Thompson in the first round pick for DeAndre Jordan? Yeah. Nah, they're asking for a second round pick. Second? Yeah. It was, Um, I think it was Shump. Tristan Thompson yeah, and a draft pick. Yeah. They're just trying to get rid Phoenix, of the contract. Phoenix will get rid of Monroe and a first-round pick, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. James Harden been averaging a double-double this month. James Harden's going to be second in the MVP race. Again, right? <laughs> yeah, they're just going to try. Yeah, LeBron's winning that shit LeBron's this year. winning it this year? Hell yeah. yeah. He's, Yo, putting, he's, he's putting up the best numbers of his career, and he's in year 15. What does that mean? The best numbers of his career, and they're still not the best in the league. What's up? But he's in year 15. What's up? He's in year 15. Was, hey, hey, I tease like this. <laughs> what they're saying is um, they kind of feel like LeBron, when he was young, how he didn't have enough firepower around him to win a championship. That's kind of what they feel about this year's Cleveland team. Like, he just doesn't have enough help. He has help, but he doesn't have enough to, you know, get them to win that third championship, second championship. Me personally, that's what separates I him. think he's got enough help. I think he has plenty, plenty enough help. It's just, how good are you? For sure. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, the thing is, it's Golden State. It's four starters that are all-stars. And until that... Changes. And they're still, they're still younger than him. All four. Until that changes, that, that there's not going to be enough help. So enough isn't enough. You know what I mean? Isaiah Thomas coming in, great. Dwayne Wade signed to the team, okay. Jay Crowder, good addition. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Jordan Bell, rookie. Andre Iguodala playing, still the same good. Sean Livingston still playing good. It's it's not gonna happen, bro. Is Durant the second best player in the league? 
Yeah. Because LeBron is obviously yeah. first. Yeah. So it's one versus two. Yeah. Yeah. And Steph and Clay, they would file in around like eight and ten or something like that, right? Clay's probably top twenty. I wouldn't put him top ten. Yeah. Clay's definitely the second best three point. Draymond's like top thirty, maybe. But we're not talking about three point shooter. No, talking- Draymond's better than top thirty. You got to give in the fact of all he does for the team and all he does on the court. Yeah, you call it what you want, but look at the numbers. Garbage. Defensive Curry, player of the year is I, I, not I, I, number twenty-eight. Right? So Curry, what? Not top five right now. Top ten, not top nah, five. He's not yeah, top. No, five. he's not top five right now. Top five, no particular order, but you got to go. Um, LeBron Brown, James, Brown. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Westbrook, and Westbrook. Yeah, and then Giannis, you can throw him at like six or seven. Yeah, I wouldn't put Kyrie in the top five either. He's right not now. top, and he's not top fifteen. Kyrie. Yeah, nah. Kyrie. He's averaging the same exact numbers he was in Cleveland last year. He's, he was not a top ten player last year. Like he's he's putting up the same numbers. I I don't see it. He's a he's a great player. He's one of the best players in the league. You got to look at what he's doing for his team. It's not about only the numbers because Jason Tatum. That that's not. Uh, he has a team. What are you saying? I didn't like, say. What I said what he's doing. What he's doing for, for the team. team. Yeah, but he has a team. It's not like okay. he. That doesn't matter. You're okay if you're a contender. You're supposed. To, they're supposed to be the number one team in the East. So he should have a team. James Harden has a team, right? And he's what? What is the argument with all the MVPs right now? James Harden, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kevin Durant. These guys all, all right. have good teams. So they look this, what they. This. They're trying to say that Al Horford is the best big man in the East, which I disagree. I think it's KP. But they're saying that it's Al Horford. So you got Al Horford on your team. Um, Jalen Brown, who's a rookie, right? He's no, playing he's for second year. Second year, yeah, he's playing year. decent. Um, Jason Tatum, he's a rookie. He's playing great. We're, well, he's playing good. You know what I'm saying? He's and then great. he's playing great, right? Yeah, yeah great. He's playing great. Not good, great. <laughs> and then Gordon Hayward, who's going to come back eventually. That's not he's, – he's not um, carrying this team. You know what I'm saying? Like it's I'm a. Say, I mean, no. Yes, he is carrying this team, first of all, because when he goes it's out – It's a fine-tuned machine, this team right now. It's a it's it's a it's a it's a great fine tune machine with Brad Stevens at the helm of it, and that's what you want. But what I'm saying is production wise on the court, what Kyrie Irving is doing night in and night out, this is like he scored like this is like 36 years. What 21 games into the season last year, he did not have five 30 point games. You said five 30 point games this season in 21 games, right? But ha- did he do that last year? Probably not, but look at the team that he was with last year. He's the he's the best player on this team, no doubt, right? Okay. So you better have thirty what? points, especially you're you're known as a scorer. It's not like he gets assists. He doesn't get crazy assists. He doesn't get double doubles or triple doubles. He just scores. So nigga, do your job and score. That's all that is. But he's not scoring crazy. He's not dropping forty, fifty, sixty. He's playing defense this year. That's what it is? <laughs> yeah, you're a funny guy, bro. <laughs> you're a funny guy. All I'm saying is that if Kyrie Irving wasn't playing for the Celtics team, would they be number one in the East right now? Yeah, definitely. It puts him in the MVP talk if he's the leader of the number one seed in the East, obviously. So if Kyrie Irving wasn't playing for the Cavs, um, for the Celtics, would they be the number one seed in the East? 
who 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 would be playing for him? It. So if they never made that no, trade, basically. I'm talking about. Okay, it doesn't matter. But no, I'm talking about if Kyrie Irving sat out and and was hurt. Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving got hurt. No. But so, they don't they don't drop out of playoff spot. They don't drop out of the playoff spots. From one to to maybe. I think they go from one to like six. There's no. Oh, come on. Five, six. Yeah, because everybody from um, like seven to, to – I mean, everybody from like three to, to eight are tied. They got so the same – So you're telling me a team, games. A team, starting point guard would be Marcus Smart, and then their bench point guard would be Terry Rozier. Terry, yeah. Possibly be number six seed in the East. That's a sack of whatever you want to call it. They have 19 wins right now, right? That's that's um, the next highest team has 15 wins. Whatever. They're not gonna drop that many games without Kyrie. Come on, bro. Not man. They're not gonna drop that many games. The East it really isn't that good. First it of just, all, the Eastern Conference is playing really competitive basketball. If you look at Philly, they're playing really competitive. Cleveland's playing really competitive. The Bucks are playing good basketball. Um, the Wizards are playing pretty good. They just lost John Wall, so obviously that's a little shaky. But before they did, what, five days ago, they were playing competitive basketball. Um, the Magic are playing good. Uh, we're I talking about playoff teams, though. We're, we're talking, talking about whoever's bro, in the top eight right, right now. now. All these teams right now I mentioned are, are possible playoff teams. Yeah, I still think Boston's better than a lot of those teams without Kyrie. Nigga, you lying? You flying? Cause you lying? Nah, bro. It's like it just—it is what it is. <laughs> but anyways, cause think about last year. Wasn't Isaiah Thomas? There were a lot of games he didn't play, and they still came out with the second record. They had the best record last year. They had the best record, matter of fact. My fault. You said like what are you saying? Cash? No, um, oh, Boston. Boston. IT didn't play a lot of those games. I hear you. <laughs> nah, I feel, yo, I'm not. I'm just not on that Kyrie hype. I feel like people just they rush the hype, and it's not oh, there. Though that's the thing. You gotta that just disrespect it. Nah, I do respect it, but he's also not a top four point guard. Okay, but this is a point guard heavy league. So to say that is like saying James Harden, or, or excuse me, that's like saying. Um, yeah, James Harden is in a top, what, three, uh, three? Top no. four or three or something like that? I didn't, I didn't want to just rush it. I rushed it, but it's okay. Don't worry. That's like saying Paul George is in a top four shooting guard, or small forward. Yeah. That's exactly but like the talent, that. but look at the talent in front of him. Exactly, I'm not gonna take away from Paul George or Kyrie, but it's exactly like saying that. So then, that basically, you're not saying much, because if you're looking at the talent who's in front, it's like, oh, I didn't get the best car on the lot, but I mean, the McLaren was already sold, and the the Bentley Coupe was too, so no. I just got the Ferrari. Like it's on some shit where Kyrie is 
I agree when I say he's overhyped. They got him. They talk like he's the best, and he's not the best. No, okay, that they that, talk like he's top not, three, top not, two. They do. No, they what, definitely what, talk like that. But here, but here, what I'm saying, the Celtics mm-hmm. are 19 and four. Mm-hmm. They're nine and two at home, and they're 10 and two on the road. This is not a fluke. This is not something that that Kyrie has no part of. This isn't something that Jason Tatum is is driving them through. This isn't oh, something that I didn't say either. I didn't right. say that either. They yeah, they need him to. And and he's going off on people, bro. He's going off. They need him to stay at the top spot, but they don't need him to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who else do you want to talk about? You want to talk about my Knicks? How good we yeah, were? I had nah. a question. I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, did Enos Cantor bring something into New York that Melo never did? Um, I, don't, I wouldn't say that because when Melo first arrived, it was very hype. We were very hype. And Mel, it was Melo, Amari, and Tyson Chandler, and we did go to the playoffs. So I wouldn't say that at all. But Enos Cantor is definitely a key to our success right now. The the play that he's bringing offensively and defensively, it, it's, it's, it's huge, especially since Noah is sitting on the bench with his fat contract suspended or whatever. They got him playing in the, they got him playing in the G league. Yeah. Right now. Facts. He with his $72 million contract, he's mm-hmm. in the G league. But what I'm saying is like, did Melo, you know, I'm not a Nick fan. When Melo got traded, did Melo bring, did Melo have this, this, this heart and this intensity, like this, this, you know, that, that, what is the the feeling? It's it's the heart. Yeah, the heart. I guess the I was hunger? gonna say the heart. Did he I, when he first arrived, I in the feel beginning, like, yes. yes, in the beginning, those first two three years, definitely. When up until the year after we had Jason Kidd, Melo was giving it his all. And then as the Knicks started to make some questionable moves, I feel like that's when yeah. that's when Melo started to like check out, lose some of that himself. emotion out of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like, but. Yo, Cantor's been a he's he's been like one of like probably one of the two bright spots on this team. Honestly, yeah, like I like with the Knicks. They're sitting at the eighth seed right now in the playoffs. If the playoffs start today, they're in. Nope. Yeah. No, 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 they're ninth. Washington, they're ninth. Washington. Yeah. All right. Sorry, we don't <laughs> fact. Check. We did fact check right there. Um, well, fuck it. They'll so probably happen to be that I actually have the standing sitting. Yeah, yeah. Right so. I think we end up as a seventh seed. At the end of the year, that's um. That's a big. With that's Chris a big, big, big push. That's with Kristaps staying healthy. Um, that's all. That's all it takes. Kristaps stays a big healthy. Push, bro. No, big push. The fuck. Yeah. Look at our competition. Oh, it's because you're a Heat fan. You think Miami's gonna get in? I don't think Miami's gonna get in. I think that we're playing bad basketball right now, and I know that we're gonna make the playoffs this year. And I also know that the Celtics will. I also know that the Pistons will this year. I also know that the Cavs will. That's, that's three. Bucks will. Bucks. That's I know four. the Wizards will. I know okay. the Heat will. I believe the Magic will. You know the Heat will. That's one of those iffy teams, because we we five for sure. Five for sure. For sure. No, nah, I was saying I think I said I think we'll be a seven seed, but the five guaranteed 
It's definitely Boston, Detroit, Cleveland, Milwaukee, uh, Washington, Toronto. And then Toronto. That's six. And then we have toss-up spots between the Knicks, the Heat, and the Sixers. No, 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 no. We're not tossing up the Knicks, and the Heat, and the Sixers. That's you're not gonna disrespect the Heat Did like that. Who? Okay, because we ate y'all up. I'm just saying. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. You ate us up this game, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, the better team is Miami. And Philadelphia is playing better basketball than the Knicks and the Heat right now. And Philadelphia hasn't made the playoffs in the last decade almost. Mm -hmm. So my thing with the Knicks is consistency throughout the whole year. Um, if the ship doesn't crash and break down and drama between the inside front office, you guys have problems like that. Miami doesn't have problems like that where you have to worry about, you know, attitudes and, and, and locker room and coaching and, and general manager and owner. You don't have old alumni players getting into fights in the crowd. So, but you talk about this year for the Knicks. Yeah. Or are you just going in general? I'm talking about in general. I'm talking about in what, general. What, they're, they're, what news? What news have you heard from us? When have you heard? Twenty-one games our game? into the season, bro. Twenty-one games into the season. Yeah, but so how I, are you going to say that for this year? I'm the saying that as your as your as your background. This is what you guys are built on. Okay. Drama, drama for so the last. All I heard was you saying years. that Miami shit don't stink. And I'm telling you, nah, you got shitty stink. No, it's, you got it's, it's, it's stinky it's, shit. Miami job. I think Miami has a better cleanup duty than the Knicks do. And nope. okay, so look, here's this. We'll go Celtics, not in any order. Celtics, Pistons, Cavs, Raptors, Bucks, mm-hmm. Heat, Wizards, Wizards, yeah. And then toss up. I'll put toss up between the Sixers, the Knicks, and the, the Heat, the Magic. For that eighth spot? Even the Hornets. Even the Hornets. Hmm. I don't know. What what makes you think that the Heat are better than the Knicks like that? A defense. Like starts, it starts with the defense. And I know that I know that right now we're struggling, but at the end of the day, I seen what we did last year, and we basically have the same team as last year. And if you look at defense, we still have one of the top I think top ten defenses in the league right now. So and we're struggling. I think, so. I think we're above you in defense right now. I know we're above you in all when it comes to offensive rebounds and rebounding in general. Our our back, like I our said. Front, yeah, our front court is we're crazy having, right we're having now. We're problems rebounding. Crazy. We have a great but front we've, court. We've right started now. off, and then when I say we, I'm talking about the Heat. We've started off better this year than we did last year. At this point, last year the Heat were six and twelve. This year we're ten and eleven. <laughs> um, yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, I think we're off to a better start, but. We're so used to seeing how the Heat played and after the All-Star break last year that we're like – I feel like I'm, I'm getting impatient when I watch them because I'm like, damn, they should have got it figured out by now because we're a lot better than we're playing. And even Spo is like, I don't know what's going on with this team. Whiteside's been hurt. Um, he's going to be out like two weeks now with that bone bruise on his knee that's been fucking bothering him again. You guys consider him the best player on your team right now? No. No. Dragic is the best Dragic. Dragic, Dragic is. And then Waiters? No, nah, I take Dragic then Whiteside. You know who I'm, bro. They got it. Spo's got to start putting Bam in more. He's the he future, does. and mm-hmm. he's the youngest player on the team. He's definitely the future, but I don't, I don't think he's that. You know, 
Well, ready. when it comes to teams like the Cavs, and you got to guard Kevin Love, he's way more athletic than Whiteside is. And, yeah. And yeah. the thing is, okay, you got to remember, Whiteside is going to miss two weeks now. His knee is bothering him, and I'm sure during that game, trying to guard Kevin Love, his knee was bothering him, and he just wasn't, you know, giving it any mind. And mm-hmm. that's not to give him an excuse, but to to be a seven foot big man in the paint that has to step out and guard Kevin Love, that's uncomfortable, which I think Whiteside is capable of, but to do it on a bad knee get him out of there put bam in the game 19 years bam old full of energy yeah. you know this dude is running baseline to baseline so he had 19 points against Cleveland seven, and he shot 100 percent from the field yeah he he looked good he looked and good i i didn't get a chance to watch the knicks game he was like five of five right or four of seven four seven seven of seven, seven. yeah i'm losing Granted, I mean, I know a lot of it came in garbage time, but still, he, he's showing flashes, and I just I want to see Skull oh, put him in Oh, it was the Knicks game. He started off 4-4 four four in the Knicks game yeah. the other night. Yeah. He's, he's he the future, the, you know. Yeah. We got to get our rookie involved. Yeah. All, all these other teams are getting their rookies involved. We got to start getting Bam involved because he's the future of this team. See, but <laughs> I, think, I think with Bam, um, when he starts, his problem is that he knows he's not a focal point in the offense. So he's he's passed first every time he get the ball. I saw him get the ball and had a clear lane to the hoop. Didn't turn to look. He literally got the ball and looked for the next pass. So, you know, he has to get comfortable. Spo has to make yeah. him feel like, you know, you can look for your own shot. That's going to come with time, obviously. But once right. he does and he has a green light to be able to attack the rim, you know, fearlessly, it's, it's going to be good. He's going to be a special player. Um, He's got athleticism like that. It's rare to come by in this league. But they better snap out of it quick because these teams like the Pistons, teams like the Sixers, teams like even the Knicks. Just keep winning. Yeah, they're all trending up, mm-hmm. and they're playing off their youth. And weren't Miami's not. Miami's he keeping does. their youth on the fucking bench. Tyler Johnson – He's not playing with that spark he started with at the beginning of the year, finished off with at the end of last year. So, I've noticed Josh Richardson has been Richardson struggling so bad on offense. Nah, but in the Knicks game, he was playing. I think it was his defense. Actually. Defensively, he's one of the better defenders in the in the NBA. But offensively, he can't buy a bucket this year. I don't know what it is. And they're giving and Spoh's still giving him like thirty some odd minutes yeah. when you could you could allocate those somewhere else. You can allocate those into a different lineup. And, I mean, I don't know. This man got paid, and now he's like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> but not for real. Keep keep putting Bam in. Keep putting uh, the man with the golden arm so he can keep dropping 20 a game. All right, let's talk about the West. What's up with OKC? I did want to talk about OKC because they're 8-12 and 12 right now, but their numbers – are suggesting that it should be the other way around. They should be 12 and eight right now with the way that they've been, um, the way they've been playing, but something's not clicking for some reason. And I don't know if it's the the weakness of the second unit when they come out, because all they have, is, all they have is uh, Raymond Felton and uh, Jeremy Grant and some other guys whose names I've never heard. They're like the, the random generated 2K players who are like 63 overall that just sit on the end of the bench and they all look exactly the same because they got the same computer generated faces. <laughs> um, and I was thinking, um, I know you guys remember like 2012 and 2016 in like the FIBA World Championships and the Olympics and whatnot when they would have Melo come off the bench and that man was putting up like 
35 points in like 12 minutes or some wild shit. They and asked it, him about that. You yeah, got to remember. You gotta obviously, remember, it's very prideful. You got to remember, Carmelo Anthony came off the bench for LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade. Uh, it, it was an all-star game. It's not – who are you going to start in front of Melo? Abrinas, uh, Jerry, and Grant? Like, you're not going to – that's something that Melo would take as disrespect. He's going to take that as, I didn't come here – to be a bench player, one. Two, I didn't come here to not meet the goal of being able to win games in the starting lineup. So whatever problems we have, we need to figure this out right now. I mean, D. Wade went to Cleveland with that same mentality, and, and now and he's he's thriving coming off the bench. He's playing but, but much Wade, better off the bench. Wade has a better second unit than... That's true, too, yeah. You're going to give Melo... He's actually got some guys. I get it. You're going to be, you know, the ball hog, but... You're going to get double teamed. You're going to get, you know what I mean? All attention is going to be on you. Mm-hmm. So it, I don't think Melo coming off the bench is going to be a in a better answer. It's definitely something that they can try because I think it comes out of coach. The coach isn't allocating the right green lights to the right people. That's true. So when it comes to who's supposed to be taking which shots and at which moments does this person come alive and shit like that. I feel like that's where they're not doing their thing. Westbrook is sacrificing a lot of offense for defense, at least trying to. But, um, you know, I feel like that plays a part of it. Westbrook needs to be able to be himself and be that triple-double machine. Yep. You know? He's taking a lot of blame. Like, he's taking it himself. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. OKC is like one of those... Good on paper, but they're just not clicking. Yeah, they haven't clicked. Again, yet. you gotta look at you gotta look at how how it fared in Miami. You know, year one. Yeah, but also the benches. That too. Yeah, I don't know. I think they'll click eventually. I, it, it it'd be kind of hard not to with um all that talent. That they have. That's just, what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I think in the end they'll be okay. They got to figure it out. You know, um, June said like in Miami's first year, we started the season nine and eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're eight and twelve. It it really could have yeah, gone could like turn that. Around. We're, yeah, we're, what, 20, I think I think OKC is gonna be straight. Um, I want to talk about David Fisdale okay. getting canned. Yeah, by the Grizzlies. The like but, I mean. It is what it is, especially when you it's a losing season, you know what I'm saying? Just I actually wrote down some things about it because I thought it was unfair to have Fistdale as the scapegoat. The scapegoat. Okay. Cuz first of all, we know what type of dude this is because he was one of Spo's assistants in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um they I guess they had dropped 8 in a row. Marcus, yeah. um, the whole thing started with Marcus Soul because we uh, he was benched in the fourth quarter against Brooklyn. Uh, Fitzdale benched him, and obviously he wasn't happy about it. Which isn't a and good move. Yeah, that yeah, it's questionable because he's your best player. You don't bench your best player yeah. in the fourth in the fourth quarter when you're when it's a closed game. It could go either way. Exactly. Um, but he was shooting below forty percent in that span. Uh, Mike Conley's hurt. Um, all these other dudes are hurt. Um, Ben McElmore, he's coming back from injury. Chandler Parsons has that knee in uh, his knee. Chalmers, the the rest of the roster is really not that good. Let me ask you this. Why can't you bench your best player in the fourth quarter who's struggling 
Offensively. Uh, offensively. And you guys have lost seven straight. Why not? Why can't the head coach be able to try something new? Because that's like, I think he should be able to. That's like your argument for the Eli Manning. You just no, it's not because no, it's not. No, it's not because basketball, basketball is not football. One, we're not replacing the quarterback of the team. It's not taking out Mike Conley, the guy who runs the offense. The offense runs through Gasol, yes, and I'm sure it does more now than ever with Conley being out. But Gasol is visibly struggling. You're, you've lost seven straight. This isn't football where you, you got one week, one game, every game, you know, matters the most. You can lose a game by experimenting a lineup rearrangement. Your best player is not playing. Suck up the pride. But y'all but lost. The beginning of every season. Yeah. And I mean, I, I get well, I'm not saying that it's 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 like the better thing to do, but. To, to try to bash him for it when he's the one that's trying to figure out because he's all in mentally, um, you know, what's going to work. We, we It's not Mark Gasol uh, versus, you know, the NBA. This is the Grizzlies versus whoever we got tonight and whoever's bringing it most. You'll see Spo bench Whiteside when he's not bringing it. Whiteside right. versus the Warriors a big shut down. You the see youth. that. The youth, bro. What are you talking about? The age. Mark Gasol is a veteran. You're not going to... Bro, if anything, you have to coach old. him. You have to coach him out of the slump. This is your best player. There's no doubt about it. The best player on your team, no doubt about it. And you're gonna try to figure out how to win without him. No, try to figure out how to win with him. That hasn't been working for the last seven games. The last seven games, but like you said, it's a. I think there's too many other factors that that um, a lot of people are missing that it causes uh, Coach Fitz to be the scapegoat of it, and then he ultimately gets the boot, and now he's out of his job. Um, right. We saw LeBron furious about it because we know um, Coach Fitz, he's not the type of dude to take shit from anybody. So we know he probably saw that shit that Marcus Gasol said about him, and he know he was just trying to be a coach, try and do whatever he thought in his head was the best thing for his team to try and get the win that night. And we know he he probably had an issue with it because he, you're going to go out and disrespect him like that, even though Marcus Ole thought or he said he felt disrespected by what Fitz did. It's this whole thing. LeBron was furious about it. They're like, how the fuck do you fire this dude? Um, right. Maybe they kicked Tyron Lou out of Cleveland. They let Fitz slide in. He can get another <laughs> ring. LeBron and right. Wade have a nice little reunion up there. UD will probably join them next year. Um yeah, I don't know. I think it's unfair to Fitz. He was having a lot of success in Memphis. It's not his fault that all these guys were getting hurt and so on and so forth. They've got fucking Chandler Parsons committing highway robbery with all these contracts they keep giving. Um, I, I don't know. It's unfortunate for him because he's, he's, an, he's an amazing coach. Amazing coach. We loved him here in Miami. We'd love to see him back. It probably won't happen, but the Knicks might hire him. Get rid of fucking Rambus. Yeah, I mean, to the Knicks. I yeah. was gonna say. Damn, I thought something else was. Yeah. I thought it was Hoiberg. I don't know. Why nah, I thought it was the Bulls. Mm-hmm. That's Chicago. Definitely Rambus. Damn, I thought it was that fucking. Um, I'm about to sound like an idiot. I'm I'm trying to fact check myself before it even leaves my mouth. Nah, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's the Knicks. Oh, who okay. the fuck is their head coach? We're actually good this year. 
Oh, Jeff Hornacek. That's who I thought it was. Oh, yeah, Jeff Hornacek. That's who I thought it was. That's a fact. He's been doing all right. Is this his first year? Yeah. Well, you don't fucking know. You thought yeah. Kirk Grammas was nah, so he, fucking this coach. is his first year. <laughs> nah, because that was an off-season play. That was an off-season play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's doing all right. The Knicks are above 500, so that's obviously a, a step up. Yeah. We're in a great division, though. Like, it's going to be tough. Tough, tough, tough. Especially with the way Philly turned it around. Yeah. Um, how about against his former team, no less? LeBron was finally ejected for the first time in his career from a game by some dumb shit ref who had no reason to fucking throw his ass out. LeBron. No reason. He threw an air punch at him. He threw an air punch? Oh. I thought he said some words. <laughs> and he, said, and he did both. You got to get teed up. <laughs> Double T. Yeah. He threatened him, basically. That's just whack. That nigga said, Boy, I oughta. Boy, I oughta. <laughs> you know LeBron don't give a fuck. They were up 25 anyway. Against us. Against Miami. Wow. The way things are going right now. But it's good to be a Hurricanes fan. So the Lonzo hype is dying down. Uh, Yeah, but he put up 15 and 10 versus the Warriors last night. In a- Did you no. What? The did the Warriors end up winning or did LA yeah, take it? Yeah, the Warriors did. They took it to overtime and then Steph Curry blew up for 13 points in overtime, two back-to-back yep. three-pointers, uh, a three-pointer to seal the deal. It was it was it was it was a good game though. From I'm talking about start to finish. It was back and forth, back and forth. Brandon Ingram had a career high night, 32 points I believe on 50% shooting. Over Damn. 50%, I think he was like 10 or 15. Um, he had a chance to hit the game winner with tied up at the buzzer, but he missed. Oh, and Lonzo had the open lane for a game winner too. Yeah, yeah. Luke Walton called a timeout. I mm-hmm. mean, young team like that. First the Warriors, then you say if if you know if he it's growing pain. They'll figure it you, out. You know, if he messes that up, you know, it's like why not call a timeout, have a set play at halftime at a half court. You know, you're wrong either way. If you lose, you're wrong. If you win, you're right. Yeah. So, um, the, excuse me. Uh, Terrence Ross. Oh. Uh, yeah, he I saw he got hurt. hurt. He was having a really good year. He was like, he was clicking with Orlando. He. Yeah, him and Jonathan Simmons. Yeah, he started off strong. I hope he comes back uh, stronger. He's a good player. I always liked him. I think Orlando's a good fit for him, now, especially with this, this new revamped uh, team they have over there with Frank Vogel. He's fitting, he's fitting in that system. Yeah, Aaron Gordon is fucking breaking out. Drop forty. Yeah, he could be in that. Uh, MI, <laughs> he could be in that, that MIP goes. talk this year <laughs> if he keeps playing like this. Yeah, trying to get a check. He's like NBA yeah. throwing checks. Everybody's getting paid for real. Now, Imagine if that team still had Tobias Harris. <laughs> That'd be nasty. That's why the Pistons are the number two seed in the East right now. I know. They fucking traded him for a pack of peanuts. <laughs> yeah, and then they trade Oladipo, Ibaka. And it was crazy. But I guess it worked out for them because Ibaka got crossed up by Dwight Howard. 
Oh, <laughs> Dwight turned clock back. Or on not, that. not crossed up. He got dunked. You saw that shit poster. Yeah, he crosses ass up like fucking. He crossed up. He crossed up. Boom. The spin move in the body. <laughs> Charlotte fucking revamped Dwight, man. He looks good. He looks good in Charlotte. Kemba. Hell yeah. Yeah, Kemba makes players better. Kemba's yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Nicholas Batum is having this quiet year. I know he came in. He just started playing, what, probably three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. But I Yeah, he missed the first couple weeks. So, um, Speaking of injured players, we were talking about Terrence Ross. Steph Curry does have an injured finger on his shooting hand that he struggled versus the Lakers last night. And I guess his, his clutch – veteran, you know, Steph Curry-ish ways kicked in in overtime where he dropped 13, as I said. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he made, like, four field goals to the fourth quarter or something like that. He's been watching and, the uh, and some Deion Waiters film from, like, uh, cr- uh, crunch time in the clutch. The Lakers had a chance to tie the game. Uh, they were – they needed Steph Curry to miss a free throw. He missed it. Julius Randle and Lonzo Ball let Draymond Green bully them. No, Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball let Draymond Green bully them into getting the game-winning tip to getting the game-winning rebound. Mm. So, um, yeah, I mean, this NBA season is going pretty crazy. It's only been 21 games, and every week we're like, wow, this is wild, this is wild. We're about a quarter of the way through. I wasn't I wasn't expecting Detroit to be uh to be where they're at, to be completely honest. I don't think anybody was. Yeah. Exactly. But Drummond is playing good. Um the man's shooting over sixty percent from the free throw line yeah, this year. Right. He's out there he's out here. Harris is playing good. Yeah, yeah. too, yeah. Mm-hmm. They got a nice squad. They're gonna they're they're definitely making the playoffs this year. Yeah, Bradley was a really good pickup. Oh yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I did want to get into these questions, not these questions, but we got a really good question from Justin. These what, sir? These what, sir? <laughs> these nuts. <laughs> uh, we're actually, we're actually going to have Justin on next episode, episode 16. We're going to have oh, Justin oh, on oh. as a guest. Uh, My dog. Where? Wow, you know what's crazy? You know what you just said, right, my dog? I mm-hmm. open Instagram and look at the first person's profile that comes up. Oh, my dog. Instagram? <laughs> oh, mad dog. <laughs> my, my dog. dog. <laughs> That's funny. Shout out to shout the out, I was going to say, shout out Spoiler. to George Brown Jr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did Justin ask us this week? All right. So the question we got was, with the Dolphins of uh, – Dolphins of – The Dolphins. <laughs> That's a good one. That's with fun. the Dolphins' offensive struggles this season, should they draft yet another O-lineman or be bold and draft a quarterback? Um, I can kick it off by saying I don't think they need to draft it's another a quarterback. Question. It is a good question. Um, I think Tannehill – can get this team as far as this team is going to go for now, really. And offensive line, good offensive linemen never hurt. 
They drafted Laramie Tunzel. He's he's not having a horrible year this year. He's not having a great year, but he is going to be a good player in the long run. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they draft another good lo- uh, offensive lineman. I don't see why they would draft a quarterback. One, there's not really many quarterbacks coming out this year that can change your team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you're going to really put it up to Ryan Tannehill, who knows the offense, as opposed to a rookie quarterback who has to – you're basically rebuilding with a rookie quarterback. You you know, it's not Deshaun Watson. And unless it's Lamar Jackson. <laughs> hey, send my dog but, home. Send my dog. That would still be a struggle. But nonetheless, I don't think the Dolphins should go after a quarterback and be ballsy and risky. I think that they've been in the spotlight negatively enough already. Their coaches, mastermind self can't get it right. And I don't know. I don't think they need that that added drama of a rookie quarterback. I think the Dolphins went wrong when they dropped the Jai. Yeah, that's true. And Julian will tell you the same thing. Yeah, we it, we didn't like the move. That was a bad, bad move. And our offensive line would help them. There is no, you know what I'm saying? It's just does the quarterback have time? And then it was Matt Moore. Now it's Jay Cutler. But now can Jay Cutler stay healthy? You know, it's shit like that. But. And, yeah. la- and last year, we saw how Ryan Tannehill played with a healthy offensive line. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And he, yep. And he, looked he, took, he took him to the playoffs yeah. with Gase. Yep. So it's not – their quarterback situation isn't what's holding them back. No, I think – especially this year, I'm, I don't know why people would, would try and say, like, oh, the Dolphins need to blow it up. Because remember, they don't have their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. They went out and signed Jay Cutler to a temporary deal, just a one-year deal. That like this is this is temporary. Yeah. When they have ta- when they have Tannehill and the O line's healthy, they're a playoff team. And then they go and get rid of their best fucking running back. I mean, Damian Williams. I know he had the shoulder injury, but um, he was playing well when when him and uh. Kenny Drake were splitting the carries after they had made the trade with Philly for mm. Ajayi. And Kenyon Drake just kind of busted on the scene. Yeah. He's getting his touches, and he's making the most of them. Right. So it, and it kind of worked out in a sense. I think maybe they, they, they'll probably draft a running back this uh, in the upcoming draft, but I think they should go O-line heavy. I think they, they need to stop focusing on the D-line because it's, yeah. it's nasty it's enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, do, they probably need to look at linebackers, too. Um. Yeah. Uh, Get another probably team. someone in the secondary, mm-hmm. and then need a running back, maybe tight end. They're good on receivers, obviously. The nah, quarterback's good not a on problem. tight end. You guys well, they got Julius Thomas. Yeah. And they got Anthony Fasano. He's I think they need to focus on. Damn, Fasano still plays for the Dolphins. He found his way back. Dolphins. <laughs> but yeah, if I'm if I'm the the GM of the Dolphins, if I'm the management, I'm looking at running backs, O line. Linebackers and secondary. I don't need to touch the quarterback position. Maybe scoop one late, like sixth, seventh round, if you feel like you need to. But I don't think they need to. Yeah. Just focus on that shit, and I think they'll be all right when Tannehill comes back. They're a playoff team with Tannehill, as they show a healthy offensive line in Tannehill. 
Yeah. That's a that's an and if. You got to remember their their defensive secondary is is, is is a struggling situation. They they have two good safeties in Michael Thomas and Rashad Jones, but on any given day, those cornerbacks can corners. get toasted. Any corners. Toasted. The kid from the kid from Baylor, uh, Xavier Howard. He's he's a solid player, but I don't he's even know who, who they have on the other side. I know he got hurt earlier, right? And uh, Tankersley, I think, is his name. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude who's been playing. I don't know. They could they could look at the corner position, linebackers, O line, running back. If I'm them, that's who I'm. That's who I'm going for. Yeah. But quarterback's not the. Uh, they don't need to blow it up. Boom! Thank you, Justin. Did um? We get any more questions? Unfortunately, I don't understand. <laughs> people people like the. I like post. You know, send us in questions, and people will like the post. Like. I don't need you to like the post. I need you to <laughs> drop a question. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be Instagram famous with likes. I, I need questions, topics, concerns. So if I, don't know, right now, I don't even know why I bother tweeting that shit every week. Because I haven't got one question. All, since we started this shit, I have not gotten into a question. Chris, I had to, Chris, I had to Chris you questions. Yeah, because I had to fucking go out of my way and text him to ask him. Because he's not on Instagram and Twitter and shit. So if I tweeted something, he would never see it. Word. But whenever I whenever I would text him, yeah. he'd hit whoever me. He'd give us like four or five Twitter. questions. Okay. Like football whoever questions. Does, whoever doesn't follow you on Twitter is missing out. I'm just saying that. All of us. Hey, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got him when we, uh, when we do all. Follow me on Twitter. My, my AF, AF original. Make sure these niggas hear me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a movie. AF original. You heard him. AFO. Your. I. Geno. Alright, so. Don't beat your Bobby with the. T- <clears throat> yeah, so, like you were going to say, um, we could end this on. Our favorite thing we saw this week and our least favorite thing we saw this week. And, uh, yeah, okay. In your honor, Danny, go ahead first. Okay, I'm gonna say my, my, the best thing I saw this week was Sunday night against the Steelers. Um, I was watching Aaron Rodgers. He was out there on the field before the game, throwing the ball, and he was letting it rip throwing 40, 45, 50-yard bombs, just practicing, warming up. Um, he's looking good. I I hope the Packers can go on a little streak here until he comes back week 15. Got to win these next two, three games and um, hopefully make a run for the playoffs. I know it's going to be tough with the way the NFC is shaping out because every team, and even in the wild card, has eight wins right now, and we we're five and six, but – I still got hope. I'm not counting them out. Um, the worst thing I saw this week, I might dip into some politics here. Um, how these motherfuckers are letting Roy Moore from Alabama still run uh, for his seat in the Senate when he's a child rapist wow. and all this other shit. All these women came out. All these kids came out. Everyone wants to say, um, oh, 
it's a it's a liberal conspiracy. It's all fake news, blah, blah, blah. Let me ask you something. If that was the case, you really think some random sheriff in that town in Alabama is going to say that Roy Moore was not allowed near any of those schools near the cheerleaders. He was banned from the malls. All this shit. Like you think these sheriffs in these small towns in Alabama are in on that liberal leftist, whatever the fuck it is. Like, get the fuck out of here. The fact that the GOP is still openly supporting these people, our president is supporting this guy. It's 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 like I, I don't even have the words for it. Like. The GOP, they gotta, they gotta change what that shit means. This stands for group of pedophiles now. Like, <laughs> we'd rather have a child rapist and, and sexual abuser in the Senate than a Democrat. Like, it, like, That's literally, sure. being a Democrat is worse than being a child rapist in their eyes. That's if, if he had, like, I, I don't even know. Like, it, this shit's just wild to me. So fuck like oh my god I'm done that's it <laughs> that's serious though that's serious that's the worst thing I saw not even just last week just that week I'll leave it at that fuck that shit <laughs> um uh, favorite thing I saw this week it's actually a little more personal I went to Georgia for Thanksgiving I know you guys know uh, and I saw a couple cousins of mine well a cousin of mine and her kids and it's crazy the last time I saw my cousin, uh, she was, she had just given birth to a newborn, and that was ten years ago. So now when I went back, what happened? Baby dog, a newborn what? A newborn baby. <laughs> this guy. Uh, a puppy. <laughs> now when I went back, she's ten years old, and I, you know, I, I got to know her. She's a, she's an awesome ten year old, and she has two, uh, two little brothers, seven and think five some cool kids yo this is like the second time that i go and i meet new little cousins of mine like i met like three of my little cousins in puerto rico meeting three other little cousins bro it's like the generation of the family is just growing so that was pretty dope to see her husband is in the army big ohio state fan my guy danny oh jeez oh, what do you say <laughs> you feel <He's> just busting that <laughs> We had oh. an onset failure. My chair just went out. But yeah, like I was saying, uh, you know, I got to spend the holidays with uh, some family, so that I haven't seen in a while. So that was my favorite thing I saw, and my least favorite thing definitely has to be what's going on in Libya right now with this slavery and and how they're you know selling in a, a European dream to these Africans. And basically buying them and selling them for what four hundred dollars or something like that. Uh, you know, it's 2017, and it's crazy how we 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 used to grow up in school, like in elementary school, you know, learning about slavery. Like, you know, if this ever happened, like I would do this and I would say this, and like it's happening. You know what I mean? Like, just because mm-hmm. it's in America and it's not the North versus the South and Abe Lincoln versus the Alabama natives, like. It doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. So it's it's just sad to see that, that in 2017 in the world where there's iPhone X's and Samsung Galaxies that slavery is going on right in front of everybody's face. And they don't they couldn't care less. 
Yeah. You know, and, and, and nobody's going to do nothing about it. I heard something about Libya being a law-free country, it's like a lawless country or something like that. It's insane. That's crazy. You already know I, our uh, White House isn't going to try and help in any way. If, if I'm Obama not mistaken, was, it would be uh, an entirely different. That shit would be shut down already. Samuel, Samuel Eto, which is a football player, well, soccer player, an African soccer player, he uh, he bought a private plane, I believe it was, or something, and, and had like 200, over 240 people rescued from over there and brought them. I don't know if he brought them back to Africa. I think he brought them back to Africa. So, whatever shout it was, you know. Him, man. Shout out to him. And try to help the cause. So, we need more people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you have anything for your favorite yeah. thing. That's, um, um, I seen an article uh, the other day when they announced that they're benching Eli. So, this is NFL related, but this is the first black starting quarterback <clears throat> for the Giants, for the New York Giants. <laughs> I read so that they're from, the, they're the that last from, to do so. That went from me thinking you were going to say your your worst <laughs> thing to being your favorite <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Because this is also the worst thing I've seen, too. <laughs> Eli getting benched. Yeah, Eli getting benched. And how does it take the Giants so long? The Giants, the New York Giants. It's not even like we're a racist state. Well, <laughs> I don't know about upstate. Upstate, they could be a little yeah, hicky. Jersey. Yeah, but um, it turns into Georgia when you get upstate New York. Yeah. That shit that he said. Every team already in the NFL had started a black quarterback except the Giants so um, yeah like he said that's Damn, dope Kobe Brissett might have been the first black quarterback for the Colts bro or no Stephen Morris Stephen Morris no. <laughs> yeah you guys had a backup a couple years ago yeah couple. Stephen Morris yeah, yeah. Uh, alright so I think that wrapped things up we uh, thank you guys for listening Week 15, we've been doing this 15 times. I remember the first time we did it, I was like, goodness gracious. But uh, I was like, God damn, this bitch is 45 minutes long. That's long as hell. <laughs> I hope this you guys listen to us so long. Um, but uh, follow us on Twitter, at Julian Gorris, at Zone6Dan, at AF Original. Hey. Follow... Like us, subscribe, SoundCloud, repost, comment. Yeah. Tell us what you hate about us. Tell us what you love about us. Ask us some fucking questions, dog. For the love of God. <laughs> Deuce. Chunk the deuce while I'm riding through. Tandy boy, I might sign a fool. You nigga hating, tell your nigga that's hating that if he getting some paper, I might sign him too. Best believe I'm just sliding through. Put your panties to the side, let me slide through. I can see you niggas from the side view. I'm in and out the portion. Drive through. White coupe with the white rims. I like to crack the top and let the light in. You know she dark skin, her friend light skin. Put us together. And it's ice cream Sandwich it, she can't manage it I know her man is sick, she can't handle it She needs some time alone I told her to call my phone And when she called my phone, I didn't answer it K-O, 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 K-O. 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 K-O.
can't smoke no more. Roll to your bitches, can't roll no more. K.O. 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 Knock it down. Knock it down. Roll to your niggas, can't roll no more. Roll to your bitches, can't roll no more. K.O. Smoking and smoking and rolling like I'm locomotion. I'm walking outside and I'm causing commotions. Got purple champagne, that's a real nigga potion. I'm burning bread, toasting and joking. Cause I went from views from my mom's house to views of the ocean. Whoa. Niggas talk shit, but that's free promotion. I'm living my life like the end is approaching. Man, fuck these niggas with a passion. Okay. I'm getting paid from the cradle to the casket. Boy. My grandma said, Boy, you need to read a Bible chapter. Still, I bought her ass a house bigger than a pastor's. Hallelujah. You're now fucking with a bad bitch, kinda sewer. My ex girl said, Man, the fame caught up to you. Baby, you don't still think about me. Wet dream about me. I swear you used to couldn't wait to came. Oh, yeah.